Oh, do we always have to go there? Do we have <laughs> sorry, to start dude. there? I'm sorry, dude. Now I just <laughs> can we start anywhere else <laughs> other than my asshole? Please, laces just... out, laces oh, out. God. God damn it. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel's so already off the rails, and we're thirty ten ten seconds in. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movies on the Rocks. It is us, the Moody Boys, and we are here to discuss the motion picture. Which pictures that we all want to discuss? I mean, this is this ain't Casablanca. That's for no, damn sure. No, we all did not want to discuss this. Uh, yeah, I'm on. I'm on so fuck you guys. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, but in any case, uh, but as the name says, um, we are movies on the rock. Um, of course, it is myself, Tomas. We also have Eric. Hello. And Derek. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> and because of that, uh, we are going to be discussing the uh, 1997 cult classic um known as starship troopers before we get into that let's go is it ahead really a and, cult uh, classic i will i will i will tell you a couple of things when we get to that point but it right, is considered yeah we're, a cult we're pushing classic. it we're rushing this sorry go ahead okay okay it is There's considered like three a people classic. somewhere that like this movie no no no, no, no 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 it's actually on a lot of lists a lot, okay i'm gonna fuck it i'm gonna tell you right now on a lot of lists Okay, it is considered one of the top 50 movies of the 90s. And I'll give you reasons as to why it is. All right, just give mean, themselves let's, to let's movies that stupid, came out at this get, exact <laughs> month or something. Yeah, listen, let's get through the stupid news because I want to talk. I want to talk about what he's just Okay, all right, before we get into that though, let's go ahead and go through the spoilers if you don't mind, Derek. Please, uh, not spoilers, uh, legal ramifications. Of Go ahead. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, it's called Movies on the Rocks. We drink uh, libations, alcohol, whatever you want to call it. Um, and as such, things get a little bit crazy around here. Sometimes uh, we, we may be offensive or just Tomas's constant state of being. Um, 100% accurate. So, 100%. so uh, with that... We're in advance. Just going to apologize in the event that we say anything that is offensive or or in any way, uh, which will definitely happen. And so, uh, <laughs> with that, uh, we also would like to invite you to uh, partake with us, assuming that it is uh, legal where you're at, that it is safe where you're at, and uh, if it's not your uh, your jam, then uh, I don't know. Pick up some Kool Aid. No harm, no shame. Right? Kool Aid's a great drink. I don't care what they tell you. And it mixes mixes well. You can't taste anything. It's kind of beside the point. (laughs) Am I wrong? Am I right? Am I right? I mean, he's right. Am I right? There's a thing about timing, okay? There's a thing about timing. Anyway, we invite you to drink with us as long as it's safe and legal wherever you're at. Um, But please make sure it passes those two checkpoints before you proceed. Um, Speaking of which, do you guys know what the secret to comedy is? Don't. Timing! It comes in threes. <laughs> um, the worst joke ever. Yeah, oh really dumb. That's my spiel, folks. And I apologize for Tomas. This is really just an apology for Tomas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is what I realize. That's what your disclaimer, which gets longer and longer every episode. 
It's because of him. Yeah, yeah. Even even when me and Eric are smashed, we're still pretty pleasant no, people. Pretty, yeah, we're pretty tame. And he arguably, can be completely arguably, sober. we're more fun to be around. <laughs> I don't know. You haven't you haven't I've seen me at my worst, bro. I'm pretty bad. Uh, well, look, look. If you don't remember that one time in San Antonio, I do. I, I do. Oh, I do. I do. I do some of it. Is that when you guys fell in love? Was that yes, the moment? Yes, okay. Yes. Uh, I that's when I removed that's, his that's what he thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we doing next here, guys? Okay. All right. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, um, let's Is go ahead and go beverages? to the drinks. Yeah, let's go ahead and say, and I got new ones today, baby. New one. I got a new one. So I went today. I was like, you know what? I mean, I have a Bacardi, but I didn't want to do Bacardi. I didn't want to do Bacardi and Coke Zero. So what I did instead was I bought a. Bur- I read about some bourbons that are good for uh, mixing, and this bourbon supposedly is very good for mixing, and it's actually pretty damn good. It's called Four Roses, um, and I mixed it with some Sprite, and it is to die for. It's really good. It's very sweet. It's very nice. Oh, wow. that sounds good. sounds fancy. It is good actually. It is actually really, and the bottle for like the four roses is like like twenty five bucks maybe for like a bottle, like a regular size bottle. How much? How much is how much is a bottle? Like the seven fifty milliliter regular bottle. Oh, oh, okay. I don't know for some reason I was thinking it was like I don't know, like a giant thing or I don't know. No, no, no. I didn't buy it. They don't have it at Costco. (laughs) That's usually Costco. Like obscenely large bottle. That's no, the just... only way that Derek buys his, yes. his alcohol is in <laughs> severe bulk. From yes, Costco. and then he's like, oh, only only when I know that it's good, which is only the really time I ever go to. If I, I if I really like something, something, I will buy as much guy. as I can find. <laughs> all right, so not not that you know what I'm drinking. Since it's brand new, and you guys can bitch and moan about it all you want. What are you drinking, Derek? Well, you told me I had to bring something new, and I don't like new things. I like to do the same old thing all and over again. So I found the nearest uh, alcohol that I haven't had before, um, honestly, because it's my wife's. Zima? Uh, close. Uh, <laughs> God, truly I love Zima. Oh, God! <laughs> mango lemonade hard seltzer. I can tell you right now I'm going to um, hate it. Even though I love lemonade and mango, you, I, I don't like, do like you, these seltzer things. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to hate it. And then I'm going to go back to my Sapporo that I have on standby. Do you have a penis? I know that's good. Do you have a penis, Derek? Look, look. look. I just said it's the only other liquor I got. It's like alcohol. Alcohol. I think I'm just going to call Derek Vag for the rest of the night. Just... Uh, oh, god. oh my god! Jesus <laughs> Christ! This boy just got his. This boy's this boy's esophagus just started on fire from a truly, from a truly, from a truly hard seltzer. A look, look, truly, the days of like straight Jaeger are way behind me. Okay, you do. You're, you're, uh, you're drinking uh, the flavored uh, Zima. That's what you're I drinking, know. dude. Is that and, what happens when you drink a Diet Coke too? Because, <laughs> you know what? I got a I got a Sprite Zero right here. You want to find out? <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you it's awful, and uh, don't yeah. don't drink these. Um, I hope this goes stale, so I have a good reason to throw it out. Well, you're going to have to finish it, buddy. Yeah, so yeah open it up. I got my Sapporo. <laughs> and, here, you go. here we go. 
There Derek we go. totally would drink Sapporo. Like a million percent. <laughs> De- you Derek's would that hipster drink dude Sapporo. with a vest and an armband. No, no. He's that anime junkie that only <laughs> embraces anything Japan. Look. Okay. Look. Can we agree that there are some shitty American beers? No, Sapporo's good. I'm not busting your chops. I like Sapporo. But so it's I, I've had things like Keystone. Yeah, no, it's horrible. And, it's and so oh no, Sapporo's so I don't kind of think the same thing about like straight Budweiser. I'm yeah, oh no, fan. it's not that good. No, no, Sapporo, no, no. There, are good, there are good those. American loggers and beers and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I found one I like, and yes, if I tried it because it was like, Japanese. Because, yes, because it was Japanese. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I wanted to hear you say because it was on the Japanese. topic. I did have Happy Buddha one week. Uh, <sighs> is it Happy Buddha? Oh Jesus, God, what is that? <laughs> I don't know what Nasty that was. Who do you think that was, bro? Okay. Derek. Well, it was, it was definitely it was part of the disclaimer. Yeah, we're right. sorry. <laughs> anyway, I had that one one time, and that shit was great, but I can't find it anywhere. I've never had that. That's new to me. It's I've green, never and it looks that. like a Buddha, and he's holding up the cap. Oh, I have seen that before. Okay. What right, is that? Was good. Who, who's that? Do, do I have seen that before. Do you know who no, the guru was? No. Okay. Well, I mean, most of these beers are like... I mean, like, for example, Guinness isn't brewed... You know, what is that? Ireland? It's like brewed in Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah, like it's not <laughs> brewed, it's brewed where it's from, right? The yeah. same, probably the Sapro. I imagine same with it like Heineken. Brewed it's not, here, it's, but... Yeah, it's not. It's same with Heineken. It's not, you know, it's not actually brewed in what? No, oh, this Sapro was brewed in Ontario, Canada. So yeah, it's it's not it's not that it's from there. It's the, the same flavor. No, why not? Yeah. Eric, what do you got? I am today drinking a very, very American beer. And, perha- and perhaps I may Is say it one of those ones I just said was shit? to me, it might be the king of beers. No, I would never ever drink a Bud. Okay, a Budweiser. Okay. Bud's good on a hot day, bro. I only drink. I only drink the classic American beers. Like, hold on, hold on. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You wait a minute. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I want. I want to see if I can take you this. Hold on. I would love it. Is it? Is it? Is it the champagne of beers? No. No. It's not. Hope you finish that one off, right? No. 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 I am drinking uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest today. Nice. And Good Sam times. Adams is an American beer, a very patriotic beer. <laughs> and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm here for it because I just watched a movie about saving Earth from giant bugs. So, America. Uh, yeah. No, Oktoberfest is great from Sam Adams. So, I, I decided to drink something new tonight. And that's what I'm drinking. But I, I've had it before, but it's new on the show for me. Oh, I can't okay. say anyone I know who enjoys Sam Adams enjoys their Oktoberfest. Yeah, because it's, I mean, if you don't, if you like Sam Adams, there's like, there's like three of them that I know that everyone that likes Sam Adams likes everyone. It's just the regular Boston Lager, it's the Oktoberfest, and it's Cherry Wheat. Like, everyone that I know likes Sam Adams Cherry Wheat. If I you prefer, like I prefer instead of Oktoberfest, although Oktoberfest is pretty good, I prefer instead of Oktoberfest, I prefer Fezziwig. Mr. Fezziwigs. I have no idea what you're talking That's about. That's a Christmas, it's, it's their Christmas seasonal. Really oh, I don't seasons. think I've ever had that. That's it's really good. It's a stout. Oh, now it's I'm a really have to good. Get that. that and me. I don't know. I think they honestly, I think they stopped making it. But it, mm-hmm. it's it's a re- it was a really good stout, dude. It was like and it, it was it was a funny label because the usually the October uh, the the labels are like you know the regular typical you know things. But for them, they used to have a label that it was literally because you know where Mister Fezziwig's from, right? I don't know. What so Mister Fezziwig was uh, Ebenezer Scrooge's first boss. So that's who he. That's who wow. taught him to be like you know, to deal with money, and you know, he he was a clerk under Mister Fezziwig, and, and mm. according to the Christmas Carol. 
So the I label it was the Marley Brothers. No, 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 no. I'm not going to get into that. He he worked Christmas with the Marley. No, the Marley Brothers <laughs> were his. The Marleys were his were his partners. Jacob Marley was a partner, but no, but he uh he did uh, uh so he he clerked under that under Mr. Fezziwig, and so like the label was literally Mr. Fezziwig thinking in your head of all the Christmas Carol movies. Mr. Fezziwig dancing with his wife. That's that was the label. It was at the party, the Christmas party that you always see in every Christmas Carol when they show the uh, Christmas past. So I'm gonna have to look out for that. I've I've never had that, and I've had like so many Sam Adams. Sam style. Adams was my was my favorite beer when I was like a teenager before like craft beer really became a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like I loved Sam Adams. So you mean you mean uh, immediately when you turned 21? I meant when I turned 21 <laughs> years old um, and Jesus started Christ. drinking beer. <laughs> I mean, what's the statute of limitations on that at this point, though, Derek? I mean, I'm 38 years old. It's okay. I started drinking be knocking my door down. in college. Yeah. In college. In fact, I believe that the drinking age should be 18, but that's just me. Yeah, it's 18 everywhere else in the world, but us. Even okay. in Puerto Derek, Rico, the drinking age is 18. I feel like Derek is seriously concerned that I don't know what, like that, uh, that my door is going to get kicked in by a SWAT team I don't today. Know why I give a disclaimer? <laughs> because I. My, because what? I admitted that I had I had drank a sip of alcohol before I was twenty. You shut your face. <laughs> if that's the case, Derek, when did you first try alcohol? Look, we're not going to talk about you know how they used to rub whiskey on the babies like gums. Okay, that no, yeah. we're not talking about that. Okay, well, I don't. I mean, if you're scared, I get it, bro. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, look, Derek He's mutes scared himself. Of the NSA. He mutes He's, himself. He mutes himself. It's the NSA, man. Yeah, look listening. at that. It's the deep state, bro. The deep state. As <laughs> soon as they find out, man, about you, Derek, you're you're screwed. Bro. Listen, listen, you know, if the, I'm going down, you're going down with me. I heard Derek started drinking when he was brethren from deep in the swamp. The Kunas elite police are on their way, and you know. <laughs> dude, dude, they, they they start drinking when they're five. So I mean, there's that. Exactly. All right, so since we've already gone through the drinks and we've gone through um, the disclaimer. For legal purposes, so that Derek needlessly, like, but mm. but you know, it's it's mostly for you, Derek, because every time we talk, we say some crazy shit, your dick shrivels up. But oh my god. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Oh god! But in any case of the word, let's move on to the news desk. <laughs> Of the day. Oh God! News of the day. <laughs> Tell me, News what is the first story of the day? Today. Oh God! September twenty second. I'll be back in a couple minutes, guys. In the year of our Lord, two thousand and twenty one. Anna don't tell me you don't like doing that. Dad. It's my favorite thing. I hate you both. That's like the only both. thing I'm about bad. that whole thing that I love. And I, I don't worth, even know why I it's show worth up. Why do I show up them. to this every time? And I, it, it's all right, like all right, all right. rose tinted glasses every time. I'm like, this is going to be great. And then I'm like, no, starkly disappointed every yeah. single time. They just shit on me the whole time. She, he goes home. I don't crying. know why I come. He back. leaves here crying to Betsy. We've <laughs> been talking about like my 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 Zima light beverage, <laughs> my shriveled whatever. Breaking news that doesn't need to be repeated. Breaking news. <laughs> 
Jesus. Who cares about what, news who, article? Who cares about Derek has to say? Right, right, so, so the news. Okay, the news. We're not. I don't have anything that's Marvel that I think of, other than thank God, other than the Emmys, because Marvel won an Emmy for Wandavision. Don't care. That's for Wandavision. You like Wandavision. I mean, I, what was cool, the Emmy? That's a, we don't need to talk about Marvel anymore. I, well, they, I appreciate well, they, that. They, it, it, you know, the Emmys had like their creative stuff like a week ago. So that was one of the ones that won. Uh, Mandalorian won as well. But uh, this past Sunday, uh, the Emmys actually had their Emmys. And um, the Crown won a lot of, quite a few of them. They won basically every award they were in. Um, and then Ted Lasso. Took the Friggin' house down, baby. A hundred percent. Like they won Ted Lasso, bro. They won just about every they they swept two on all their categories. Also. They I they deserve it too. They hundred percent every award. hundred percent. Like Jason Sudeikis show. won two awards. One for best actor in a comedy, and then also for uh best show, because it's his show. Yeah. On top Jesus. of that, you you know who's the other co creator of the show, right? Lauren He's, Michaels. No, Coach Beard. The other dude. The other oh, guy. he is? He's the yes. other guy? He's the oh. co-creator. So okay, him and Jason Sudeikis um, co-created the show together. So okay. it was great. Like, what's her name? Um, The owner of the, the show, the, the lady who plays the owner. Hannah Waddingham. Be- like, one of the yes. most beautiful women I've ever and seen. And also a life. former pop star in England, by the way. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I'm not saying that from a, a creepy place. This woman is, like, one of the most and beautiful women I've ever seen. Too. Yeah. Like, she's, like, oh, my God. Anyways, so so she she won Best Actress. Or best supporting actress yep, in a yep. comedic role, and not only that, but it would—it was going to be either her or probably Juno Temple because Juno Temple yeah. was also nominated. Yeah, it was going to be one of the two. And yeah, Hannah brought it home. Yeah, and Juno Temple is great. Yeah, and and Coach Beard actually the guy was nominated, and so was mm. Nick Muhammad, and so was oh, Jamie was? Tart, but they lost. Oh wow! They lost to who do you think? He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. He's here. He's there. He's every he's fucking everywhere. <laughs> so he Derek, won. Did you watch Ted Lasso, bro? Have you seen it, dude? No. Oh, bro, fuck what, you, bro. Get the fuck off my show, bro. What is wrong with you? You know, here, here's the thing. Here's the balls thing. on this guy. Sorry, 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 sorry. Here's the thing. Okay. Um, I don't know if you guys are fans, but there was a uh, – pop culture phenomenon we could call it that happened a few years back called game of thrones mm-hmm. yeah. skipped over that entirely never even watched a single episode i i i will say that i started watching the first episode and didn't get it and i was like nah, I'm hey bro i'm behind you on that one i am also not a fan of game of thrones i tried and <laughs> i did not I'm, like it here's the thing i am i'm sure that i would love it but there's so much of it, and I've already missed the hype train, right? So it's it's lost. You right? didn't it's miss not... the hype train on Ted Lasso. It's the second season, and it's still. But I'm getting there. On I'm the getting tracks. there. Okay. They they flipped around and popped out a second season because we're in the middle of COVID, and they didn't even wait a year. Ted and now Lasso. They're just bombarding me with it. Like I, Ted I, now Lasso. I'm... No, that's not true. Ted Lasso was a solid year, bro. Yeah, man. No way. Yeah, man. No. Yes. Yes, because I watched it when it initially aired, and I was like, "Man, I can't wait for this comeback." It and it felt out, like it took forever. Yeah, it came out. A, it came out the year before. It came out Bruh, not this summer, like the your, previous your, summer. You're, you got the, that's a bullshit excuse, Derek. It's a bullshit what? excuse. Okay, I only have so many hours in the day to partake oh, of said shut. content. Oh okay? my god! And Derek, Derek, I can tell you. I mean, seriously, that, bro. Seriously, how am I sounding, fellas? Because Derek is uh, complaining about my clipping. 
Uh, you sound much better. Thank you. Um, it finished season one in October. Yeah, and guess what, bro? We're in October. About it's been a year. It's been yeah. a season. And honestly, and honestly, the first season, you know, the first season was only... only one month. They did. Yeah. A, they released a new episode, a new season in eleven months. So it's basically yeah, yeah. that's a year. So, and, and FYI, dude, FYI, the the new se- the first season was only like ten episodes or nine episodes. This next this season is twelve episodes. Oh, I'm so excited that it's even more. I thought it was only to be ten. I'm no, so excited. No, there was ten in the first season. There's nine in the second season. So far, maybe there's, no, there's, maybe there's, there's nine so far. There's my so dude. far, there's yeah. nine no, no, that no. have currently aired. Oh yeah, yeah, there are yeah, twelve yeah. coming. I see it. Yeah. yeah. So on IMDb, they're, they're showing there's going to be twelve episodes this season. Dude, you what are you literally, dude, you are literally doing yourself a disservice. This Ted Lasso literally like... is a beam <laughs> of magical, godly light. Okay, That's what like, everybody tells me. the earth, and it's funny because all the people who I actually trust their opinion on, like you should, because they don't ever tell me to watch anything, and they come out of the woodwork to tell me you need to watch Ted Lasso, and I'm like, mm, no. You're, you're honestly really doing yourself a disservice. And when you watch it, if you don't like it, I'm going to smack you. <laughs> oh, my God. But if you do this? like it. This? I'll do this. I will. I will watch at least. I'm going to say the first half of season one. You, you won't be able to. Stop. You won't be able to I'm stop. Not about that. I'm not worried about it. You could say whatever you want. You're not going to be able to stop. You won't. If. I hate it. You won't be able to stop. If this hypothetical scenario exists, uh-huh. you have to take it and understand that I get to think that. Oh, no, I'm not going to let you have that opinion. No, not even close. Not even close because you know why? Everyone who's seen this show loves this show. I, I would be shocked, Derek, honestly. I, I, I would hear you out. With your sensibilities, you Derek, this is a perfect show because yeah, there's, and- it's it's it's. For, for All I've heard one, is that it's so wholesome and dude, warming and positive. It's, it's, and, it's so endearing, and you just—it's like it's like nice made a comeback. It's insane, yeah. dude. Derek, you know like, how I like dark shit, bruh. Like I, this—you wouldn't think this. Yeah, this is off color for you, man. This is very, 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 very off the it's radar. So for me, good, but it is so good. It is outrageously good. You, you're so, doing like, yourself a disservice. I mean, you need to watch it. For the simple, f- one other reason is, dude, they will never. They said they will never mention COVID on the show. They're it's like in a world that COVID does not exist. Dude, another thing I love that I didn't even know that, but I love yeah. that. But uh, one of the things that's really interesting too, my wife absolutely like hates sports movies, <laughs> sports shows. I told her I watched like the first five episodes. I'm like, Reba, you got to watch this. She sat down and watched it, and she drilled through the whole thing with me she's like this show is amazing it's it's such a good show I get, dude i get goosebumps thinking about that show because it's so it's good so well done i love jason sudeikis too so much I, already, I loved him before this show yeah but like he, this is just it made me realize that this man really is a very good creator i'm just yeah. saying derek watch the stupid show let's move on to what the actual news is you know what you know how about this you watch you watch the first five episodes and eric will watch the first five episodes of transmission uh i really wish you didn't bring that up because i told you i was really hoping i was gonna i was getting there i was gonna bring it up i was really hoping you would because i told him i was gonna i told him i was gonna watch the episodes by this episode and i definitely didn't i watched 10 minutes of the first episode was like i can't do this right now (laughs) 
You Did you at least five. see that? Did you, you at least see five. that that I watched the first ten minutes? You know, just saying. <laughs> you watched I, I wasn't. I wasn't going to harp on you. I'm going to give you your time. <laughs> if you watch the first so five smug. of Ted Lasso, you are asshole. smug. He's if you do watch, if you watch asshole. the first five episodes of Ted Lasso, I will watch the first five episodes of Protein Pancakes. And I'm going to quiz you, bro, until that Ted Lasso. I'm yeah, quiz and you, you can quiz me on the Protein Pancake Show. <laughs> okay. Okay, so for, for bet, all of the listeners out bet. there, we have a bet. <laughs> for those of you who haven't necessarily been watching us prior to second season, um, all the way back on episode V, oh, which God. was close to a year ago, no, probably about <laughs> six months ago, um, we I brought up an episode as my top shelf called The Wonder Egg Priority, and he's been saying he's going to watch it. For at least that time, at least that six months, and so I have. Um, this is true. Oh shit! And, and and on numerous occasions, he has reassured me that he was going to rewatch, going to watch it, and uh, that's oh, what he's talking. And they can't remember the name because it sounds funny. Wonder Egg Priority. You know what? I'm going to tell you now. It's a shitty show. Just don't watch it. It must be terrible. Maybe they'll even watch it. <laughs> Look at this guy pouting oh over here. Oh my god. Derek, I listen last night. Last night, after I finished watching Starship Troopers, I was like, I gotta probably try to knock these episodes out. I could probably do it and not fall asleep. And I went to like highlight it to to click it. You woke up vomiting out of a stupor because it's that bad. (laughs) No, no, I just highlighted it to stream, and I was like, I'm just gonna have to. Take take the heat from Derek and let him know that I did not I did not fulfill on what I was said I was going to do. So, but I, I will I will do it if you watch Ted Lasso. You know, man, I'm going to tell you. You know what? You know what? I'm going to I'm going to make this easy on you. I'll make this super easy on you. Forget Wonder Egg Priority. Don't watch it, please. Don't watch it. Oh wow! Instead. <laughs> Watch Jujutsu Kaisen. How many episodes is it? Oh, uh, I mean, there's a lot, but you don't need to watch them all. You'll 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 know if you like it probably by the fourth or fifth episode, and they're pretty short. They're like maybe 20, 30 minutes. Okay, all right. If that's what you're, if you're having me switch over to that, then that's fine. But you have to watch Ted Lasso. I will watch at least the first four or five episodes of Ted Lasso, the first half of the season. When you said there's nine episodes, so it's like and I will watch three episodes of. Jujutsu Kaisen. Is that what? Am I saying that correctly? Close. That's close. Jujutsu Kaisen. And I will promise you three because it's, it's much dubbed. harder for me. It's on HBO Max. You don't have to read subtitles. You can watch it it's passively. You know that's not about that. I'm me. making it easy. On you. Okay, it's not about that for me. I'm just saying, but I will watch it, and I'll give it three episodes. I'm not going to give it four or five because. It's much harder for me to have to deal with this than it is for you to watch Ted Lasso. Yeah, because so. I, I, I have a feeling by that time. Debatable. Debatable. No, no, no. You're going to finish the whole thing. Yeah, you, yeah. you're going to be like, I need to watch the rest of this. What's going on? And, then, yeah. and since you have two seasons, basically, of, of episodes to do, you're like, fuck this. We're binging this. Betsy, you sit your ass down and call Watch it with Betsy. Watch it with Betsy. Dude, that is next to impossible. Watch Betsy's right, already seen it. She's already seen it. I'll just take what I can get then, as long as Derek watches it. We have a newborn, dude. That's what yeah. I said. I'll take what I can still, get. I'm not busting bro, your chops. Still. still. Okay. Watch On to the news. While she's feeding the child, breastfeeding or whatever you guys do, she can do, go ahead and watch it, man. It's, it's very we'll simple. Do it while I'm breastfeeding. It'll be fun. Yes. You, you have big titties, bro. I love your titties. 
Anyways, um, <laughs> the milky white tits. All right, oh so, God, and- move on. <laughs> all right, all right, I, okay. I, in in the vein of no Marvel, um, they announced the other day because um, it's really not that much. Other than the Emmys, it's really not that much. But um, they announced the other day that they're remaking uh, the Lost Boys. Oh, that I don't like that. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like so, it. So they they have they've only announced the director. Uh, Who is it? Uh, he's got anybody name of Jonathan Entwistle. He's um he's a British director. He's no idea. Mostly done TV. Is, he's mostly done TV. Mm-hmm. Like he directed like a few episodes of that show, The End of the Fucking World. On oh okay. Oh no, I'm direct- thinking of a different show. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's not Sex Education, which I started watching, which is actually pretty damn good. Sex Education, but mm-hmm. um, and then uh, written by somebody, somebody named Randy McKinnon, who's kind of like a he's he's done like a few like independent kind of like smaller movies, but but he's the writer. Uh, but the biggest thing that they announced the cast, two of the cast people, uh, one is Noah Jupe, is the the son from A Quiet Place. The son. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jaden Martell, who played Richie. In uh, I t- in it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. In the it movies, and he was also he also did Morty on that uh, those uh those yeah. Rick and Morty things. Yep. He played yep. Morty. He was uh he was Morty. The live action Rick and Morty. The live action Rick and Morty things. So yeah, so he that's that's one of the, that's that's really the biggest thing out there. Other than that, I mean, there's there's not that much as far as news this week. I mean, I mean, we were talking about uh, the black exploitation movies before we started recording. Yeah, Melvin Bed Ben. Van Peebles. Peebles. That's Mario, Mario Van Peebles. Mario. Well, Melvin Van well, Peebles was his dad. dad. His dad. Yeah, his dad. Yeah, he Melvin. he yeah. he wrote and directed Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song, which is considered like the first black exploitation movie. He passed. When? Like, well, it hit. It's it's on the news sites like an hour ago. Oh shit! That's yeah, not, that's not good. Eighty nine. He's done a lot of movies. He did yeah, it. I'm he, looking at all these. He, I, I he haven't did, seen many of these. Wait, he passed away a few hours ago? Like, this is like Melvin within hours? Did, like, this, like, we just caught it. I, I don't Pretty know if he died hours everybody. ago, but I know, the but articles are hours old. I know, that's that's what I'm saying. But that's like, what are, the, what are the chances that we were literally, before we started filming, we were having a conversation about black exploitation films. And like, this guy is like one of the, the fathers godfather. of it. He's yeah. like the godfather. That's nuts and where and he's he's passed away. Well, RIP, he, man. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, he he was he was a trendsetter because he was actually he was a part <laughs> of the French New Wave if you think about it because the first movies he made were in France. Hmm. Like he was a French director first. Like he started in French in France making um independent fl- films in France um as an actor and director. Like it's where he did a lot of his that's where he, that's where he started a lot of his stuff. So and and using that money, he parlayed it into making, which he produced, wrote, directed, shot. I think he did like edited the movie. I mean, because it's it's that's a pretty independent flick if you ever watch it. That's you know that's like that's make your make your own kind of shit. So well, that's some yeah. news. Nuts, man. Yeah. Oh, and then and unfortunately, another R.I.P. was Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald, yeah, guys, that's another. He one. passed away this week, and uh, uh, you know, like an angel has lost its wings. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Uh, he's um, if you saw his photo, you'd recognize him. Oh, he's been wait, in a lot yes, of different yes. stuff. He was in Sex in the City, and he was also in like Hawaii oh Five yeah, o. the guy, yeah, yeah, the yeah, best yeah. Friend and in Sex White Collar. Yeah, he was in White right. Collar also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, think, I feel like he's been in a lot of stuff that I've seen. I just he was 
he was in a lot in like the last few years of like Hawaii Five-0 I for, when they, yeah, when they finished I it. forgot about that. My wife was telling me about them. Huge Sex in the City fan, and she was like, "Oh, all this guy died, and he's not. He wasn't very old either. He's he was 57, in 57, yeah. dude. It's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts, dude. So I don't, I don't know what 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 he was dealing with, but apparently he was dealing with something. So who knows? Yeah. But yeah, but unfortunately, but yeah, I mean that's. That's basically it, man. There's really not. I, much. I have some news, guys. I brought. Oh, some you news. have news. You have news. Oh dear God. Let's I'm go, dude. I'm just kidding. I didn't bring any news, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't bring Jokes news. on you. Didn't yeah. shit. Gotcha. <laughs> Zing. Shocker. Anyways, <laughs> all right. So since we've gone through the news uh, and uh, and all that jazz, um, do you guys want to talk about anything else before we go to a refill? I'd like to talk about uh, Derek quickly and oh, talk God. about how much of a shithead he is for not watching Ted Lasso. So, oh, all right. yeah, um, that's, that's good. I'd ahead. like to discuss that's that if we could. <laughs> I'll be that's in the other news. room, folks. <laughs> no, I, I'm just kidding. I love you, Derek. All it's right. all lies. It's all lies. All right. So, anyway, since that's the case, we're going to go ahead and have a, this is a, a quick first half hour. This Wait, is how I minutes. feel like every one be. of them should go. This, <laughs> this is, is how it should go no, every no, time. No, usually we're running around 40, 45 minutes. We're right around 40 minutes, sometimes up to an hour. I think this is a good amount of time. This, this is, is what it should be. I have be. a weird feeling that we're going to be talking about Starship Troopers for the next two hours <laughs> because there's a lot to unpack with that movie. Man, a lot to I unpack. actually so, made notes this time. Oh, I've got a, 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 a lot. All okay. right, so... For that, we're going to go ahead and without further gilding the lily and no more ado, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, take the lizard, take a dog. i got to pour this truly dogs. out somewhere. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And definitely not your, not, not down your gullet. It's too, it's uh, too, it's too hard for him. That hard yeah. seltzer is a little <laughs> too hard. hard for him. That was awesome. I need, I need, I need less that hard was, and I'm less so seltzer, glad. less alcohol. So, just give me I'm an empty so can. I'm so glad we have that recorded because that whole. <laughs> it was literally like he just took a, a gulp of like a bourbon from 1910. <laughs> <laughs> That's been sitting out in the sun since then. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Well, again, I don't case, know why everybody... I come back every week, guys. <laughs> We will see you again in 30 seconds. Peace. from the refill portion of our episode i am still drinking my uh four roses and sprite so i gotta refill that and uh anybody immediately questioned why i came back (laughs) because you're a massive as well you should i got a new beverage all right you got a new beverage what do you got what do you got well i love the idea of those trulies they just sit in the fridge nobody drinks them and so now i just got to pour one out so i got a good excuse to pour one out right and so i was like well i know i'm gonna hate this other beer so i'm gonna bring it as my next one (laughs) what'd you get i have a shiner light blonde (gasps) those are good dude those are good those aren't bad i like them too that that might be very low expectations that's that's a good beer for you i like them it's not my go-to but i like it yeah it's a good beer on a hot day Damn. I don't hate it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have you had any of the Shiners, dude? Some of them. Uh, not this one. 
I don't even know which ones I've had, but I have had Shiner before. They have they have a good one. They have a, a, a have a strawberry blonde also. I think. Uh, not on topic, uh, but similar. Wait, they actually, I think what's they the do, orange actually. one? They have a Shiner strawberry blonde, which is really yeah. good because it's got a really strong strawberry aftertaste. Mm. What's the orange one that people drink? Orange head or something like that. Oh, Shock top. Shot, yeah, I don't know. It's not like it's, yeah, it's like supposed yeah. to be orange flavored or something like that. Yeah, that's the one that it's, it's like more citrusy. Yeah, it's shock top. Where they, if you if you order it at like a, a bar, they serve it with like orange and orange peels inside or whatever. Is that not made by Shiner? Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't think. I think so. that's Budweiser actually. Oh well, I didn't like I it. Budweiser. Anyway, moving on. Eric, you got anything new? <laughs> I do actually. I am drinking a Blue Moon Mango Wheat, and it's very citrusy and mangoey. So nice. Blue Moon's actually beer. not bad either. That's a good one too, man. Yep. That's a good one too. I agree. Okay. All right. Since we've gotten that out of the way. All right. So here's my disclaimer for this episode. Are we sure that we want to? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So here's the deal, folks. As much as everyone thinks that this is not going to be the case, this is probably going to be the case with me. So just understand this. We are going to be taught. There's probably going to be some conversations being had on this show, on this episode, hopefully, I don't know, hopefully, but possibly um, that are going to be possibly political in nature. Um, sociological in nature, um, and and we don't want to. We want to make sure everyone understands that we are just talking. We are not professionals in this. We do not work in those fields. We are not historians or sociologists or anthropologists of any kind. We are just three dudes talking about a movie and showing our opinions of what that movie represents. So, just want to make sure. Warning. If we piss you off, I know I usually piss people off from what I say, you know, because it's for shock value and it's funny and I don't care. But in regards to this aspect of it, if we piss you off, we apologize ahead of time. It's just us talking, plus we're drinking. So just keep that in mind. Now, now that we've got that out of the way and we can go ahead and make Derek extremely uncomfortable over the next hour, hour and a half (laughs) of conversation, let's talk about the movie. Okay, so the movie is, of course, Starship Troopers. It is a motion picture that is directed by the, what I think is a, a, a pretty damn good director named Paul Verhoeven. He had a couple duds, but he's a pretty damn good director. He's got a good pedigree. Okay, came out in 1997. Stars Casper Van Dien, uh, Denise Richards, Jake Busey, Clancy Brown. Uh, uh, I think I think it was Samantha Morton was in it for like five seconds. Um, so it's got, it's got a few, uh, NPHs in it. Neil Patrick Harris, the great Neil Patrick Harris, uh, American treasure. Um, so it's based on a book by Robert, a- by Robert Heinlein. If anyone's never read Starship Troopers, the original book, it is extremely, extremely like fascist and extremely far right as you could think of a book being sci-fi. It's a hard sci-fi book, so it's not for everyone. It's a good book, but just understand there's a lot of saber-rattling in that book. It's intense. They're talking about a fascist uh, type of government. So just understand that's where that book came from. Also, fun little little tidbit, The Invasion of Klendathu is literally a paragraph in that book. Did you guys know that? It's a fucking footnote, dude. 
It is a fucking footnote in that book. There's Clendathu is just one little piece of this book, which is kind of like a, 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 a what's it called? Um, uh, uh, that Western Front book. What's it called? Um, Tell the viewers what Clendathu is. Okay, so Clendathu <laughs> is the planet on the beginning of the movie where you see them attacking Clendathu, which is where the bugs one of the was one of the planets in the bug system, and it com- it's a complete and utter clusterfuck. Hundreds of thousands of soldiers just die. Ships are destroyed by plasma bugs shooting shit out in space. I mean, it's it's a it's fucking nuts, but. Let's just talk about the movie. So the movie stars Castro Van Dien as a character by the name of Johnny Rico, who's in love with a girl. Okay. And her name's Carmen Ibanez, played by Denise Richards. And they have a friend named uh, um, Carl, Carl, which is uh, played by Neil Patrick Harris. And they all become a part of, they all want to become a citizen, which is work for the federal, the federal government. Um, and so the federal government is a one world government. Wow. We are really getting weird here. Okay, it's a one-world government in this motion picture. You know what? Fuck it. Let me give you the synopsis. I'm sorry. I didn't give you guys a synopsis. I'm like going... I'm just babbling on, so I'm going to go Is Tomas ahead. drunk off no. of his four flowers or whatever it's no, called again? No, no, I'm not drunk. I'm not <laughs> drunk. This is why it's boring for me right now. I'm, I'm being boring. So here we go. The synopsis is, in the distant future, high school kids are encouraged to become citizens by joining the military. What they don't know is that they'll soon be engaged in a full-scale war against a planet of alien insects. The fight is on to ensure the safety of humanity. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop talking because I could ramble on and on. I'm just going to stop talking. So Derek and Eric, who wants to start first, man? Uh, If you say you're going to stop talking, that means you're going to have to stop until me and Derek are done. Okay. (laughs) I want you to stick to that. I, I can't promise that, but I will partake in discussion. At, at you just, I'll, I'll wave Wish my hand. In one hand, sir. I will wave my hand, and you let anything. me know. I will wave my. Hand. I will stay quiet, but I'll wave my hand. And let me know. Go ahead, um, Derek. You could, if you want to start, you could start. It's up to. Uh, I, have, I, have, you. I have one that I'll start off with, and and then you, and then we can alternate or whatever. Uh, okay, that's fine. Uh, Denise Richards, her her, her character. Uh, they're you know this is a military movie so often they go by their last name um i can't <laughs> her name is carmen ibanez 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 that was it's the it's whitest thing you've ever yes, done well hold on because there's one in there's no inye there's one in so it's no, not yes. No, it's just yes. They say Carmen it's, Ibanez. It's inferred. It's Ibanez. That's the, how that name is said. No. Ibanez. No, dude. And if you're white, it's Ibanez. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tomas, Tomas, Derek's telling you right now that you're wrong. Oh, okay? fuck me, dude. You're wrong. If there's you not an E or a double about. O, right? Oh, God. <laughs> he only follows the rules of, oh my God. of legit Spanish Whatever the word is. Okay, okay, whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> the whole movie, they pronounce it different. And I was like, well, who the fuck? Did they not cover this in like the pre-screening? Like when they, when they, when they were like reading through the Derek, script altogether? It was, it was 1997, man. They're going to get a white girl to play. Well, it explains any... my next note because yeah. the opening scene where they're, I don't know if it's the opening scene. One of the first scenes where they're at the dance and they're, you know, kind of doing their farewell party or whatever. Man, 
90s music that they featured did not age well. <laughs> I was like, my note I is... I wrote that too. Shitty 90s music did not <laughs> age well. Like, the, don't get me wrong, there are 90s hits that I still enjoy, and there are ones that are nostalgic, <laughs> and this is unlike them all. <laughs> this is shitty 90s soundtrack music. Yeah. Yes, dude. I totally get it. No, I thought the same thing. I was like, this is like Cham, but worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There yeah, you go. Sure. There I, you go. I get that reference now. Yeah, nice. Nice. You, you were like Captain America and Avengers. I understand that. I understand that reference. <laughs> so I should I should preface this with uh okay, Starship Starship Troopers is one of those movies. Um in some ways, similar to Game of Thrones or Ted Lasso, right? It was, I have heard many people talk about it. Oh. I've had many people tell me I need to see this movie and that I must watch it as soon as I should see myself to the nearest theater and make sure that it's on, right? Um, and I, I've never got around to watching it. I've had friends quote this movie to me my entire life. Um, and man, I, I, I was expecting somewhere between... Uh, history of the world and mm. um galaxy quest and space balls somewhere in there oh, yeah, in no. that range you're, you're way off yeah you're way off bro man i didn't get any of what i was expecting out of this movie so the whole time i was very confused i was waiting for the point the entire time and then the credits rolled um, <laughs> ah, I love that. I love that so and, much. And like, because I feel the same way. I remember I paused at one point, and my wife Betsy was like, "Hey, you know how much longer do you have, or whatever?" Because she needed me to do something. Um, and I was like, "Well, it's got forty-five minutes left." And I realized I was like, "Shit, are they going to get to the point and wrap it up in forty-five minutes?" I mean, ten of that is credits, right? So, yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't happen. Um, this was. Man, I didn't really understand why this was framed the way that it was framed, right? There's different segments of, you know, seeing their propaganda that is or recruiting or, or ads or whatever you want to call it that they are trying to use to report or recruit people as if. I'm the person they're recruiting. Like they got me to watch a movie and somehow that's how they're recruiting me into their, their space force. I, I don't know. Um, and they weren't really pick and choose about the stuff that they put in the ads. I mean, the first one we see is where the reporter just gets shredded, right? He just gets cut in half by a, a insect beast. And like, that's your ad to get people to enlist. Like, yeah, that's really going to make me want to show up. Like, shouldn't you give me some rose tinted glasses or something? so tomas I, I wish you guys could see tomas right now like the whole he is like literally seething in biting his tongue because he doesn't want to respond which i think is great because i'm gonna add stuff to this which is might make you feel the same way so you probably might want to write this stuff down or remember it because i understand what derek's saying but i do understand there was a point behind that Okay. So so tell me, because Eric, I need some perspective here. Maybe that'll give me some clarity and make me revise this rating I'm about to drop. <laughs> I don't think my rating's gonna raise unless Tomas really brings the heat tonight, because um I have a lot of problems with this film. Um I have a all of my notes literally have question marks on it. And um 
And I said that to you guys last night when I was texting you about it. And then I went back and looked. Every single one of them has a question mark on it. Because they're just questions that are not answered. You know? And and, uh, there's things in this movie that, that make no sense. There's things in this movie that are obviously satirical. Okay? Um, very, very uh, forward about that. Uh, and me being someone who looks at the depths of storyline, I, I, I noticed that out the gate. But, like, my problem with it is, to me, there was no payoff. There was no, okay, this is what we're trying to tell you. Like, I did not understand. My last note, I think, is something like that. Hold on, let me find it right here. I said, my last note. Can so, can you or someone please help me understand what this film is about? <laughs> That's my last note. Because I can come up with my ideas and the satire behind it. But they're, like Derek said, and I'm trying to eloquently state this. There is nothing that happens. And there's no purpose for anything, almost to me, for the entire film. And I think that's the point. Okay, and I and I can't wait to hear it, like what you see. But let us let us go ahead. Let go us ahead. Ask go ahead. The I just want to add. I just want to put yeah. that. I think that is the point of it. But I'll keep going. Okay. Well, let's save that for last because I have so many other questions besides that. <laughs> <laughs> but Derek, do you have anything else that you would like to add? Before, sure. Two before I go. Yeah. Um. Let's see. There was lots of uh really, you know what? It fits right in with '90s rom com corny flirting like <laughs> yes long true. camera shots on locking eyes and uh her lips are like particularly positioned in frame so you know that they're thinking about making out right now <laughs> just in case you're not picking up on the tones um and then <laughs> my next two notes they have a very with john talking about johnny rico they have the all-american guy like and his the, name is Johnny Rico. Johnny Rico, he is like, <laughs> but this he's but he's I'm a white perfect guy. short but then of course, white American guy. But then of course, he's not American, dude. He's Argentinian. Re- what? No, he's it's Brazilian. Buenos, Buenos no, he's Argentinian. Buenos Aires is in Argentina. Oh well, there you go. Wait, I don't know my what? geography. I missed yeah. that. I that totally missed that. Somehow. Are you serious? Like, so that was one of my I, next notes. I think I was enamored with what was happening on the screen, but I didn't pay attention <laughs> to that part. I Wait, said, ahead, Buenos Aires has California white privilege? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love that. Love that. Put note. that down. Um, that then note. I mentioned, uh, <laughs> and I scratched it out later on, uh, <laughs> uh, strong female prominent lead? Nope. Dead. D-E-D. <laughs> um let's see what else do i have here uh we did the corner flirting oh um <laughs> we have intergalactic travel across space and time and yet they lash people like they are still stoning people for punishment yeah in yeah. the military like we've evolved our technology and we've brought on world harmony but man slicing somebody's back open with a whip it's still perfect. Nothing better. <laughs> I don't. I don't get that. Um, <laughs> he gets a phone call from his parents on the screen, and you see AT and T Global Communications. I was like, only global, really? That's it. <laughs> By now, that's all you got, guys. All right. Because cool. this is intergalactic right now. And yeah, I mean, clearly, they just need, they who's just need communicating that across global. space? Who's doing that? <laughs> um, <laughs> 
And then they do that. They show that propaganda flick where the kids are stomping the hissing roaches. And I was like, mom is way too happy to have roaches. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's yeah. laughing maniacally at that point. Yes. Um, let's see. What else do I have here? Oh, uh, I'm thinking that there's a chance that this movie had a low budget because I hope it that's their did excuse. Not. It did not. The prop bodies were not good. They were not no. convincing, not no. in the slightest. Uh, no. They were practically a Macy's mannequin laid down. <laughs> do you know what the budget was for this film? No, I, I was going to look do. at it. What is it? It was $100 million back in 1997. That's a boatload of money. Damn, dude. Back oh, in and it did not make some good money. It did not make some good money. It made its budget back, but it did not make it. It didn't didn't make a profit. <laughs> so, Ooh. don't yeah. they normally try to make back their investment in opening weekend? Yes, that's that, or at least like they're looking for like anywhere from I think sixty to eighty percent of it at least in the first weekend. How about twenty percent? Hmm. All right. Anyway, um, let's see what else do I have here. Oh, there's a creepy nerd with a violin. I don't understand why he's around. Like, and there's a recurring thing. Like later on, he they bring in a violin, and it, it's all fancy and futuristic, was, so he can play violin. That was wild to me. Like, hey, like, but especially when like that like colonel came in and he's like, "You guys will party hard because you you went to war and you did a good job." And he opens up that crate, and there's a violin. You know, maybe it was like paying homage to, like, I feel like some of those really old war movies, like there's usually some guy around with a violin that would like keep spirits up and stuff. And maybe that's what they were trying to point out. I, I don't it know. It was weird to, to just be a violin, like violin that you can buy off the street, like in 1997, you could buy <laughs> that violin. Yep. So it, I don't I, I, I hear you, but keep going. He, this is some great stuff, Derek, that you're... Um, oh, and they pretty much... For the most part, there are very few occasions where they ever even acknowledge a potential limit of the rounds in a given magazine. Or, I'm so or... happy you said that because that is one of my notes. I'm very happy you said that. Full automatic weapons that never run out, and they're oh, no, just no, no, no. Un- they ran out. They ran out at. They Fort ran Joe out when Young. it was when it was convenient Fort for Young the writers. At Fort, at Fort Young. When it was convenient for the writers, that's when <laughs> exactly. it, when they ran out of ammo. But but is, isn't that the case with the uh, with cheesy movies? Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, it is the case for most cheesy films. That's why they're cheesy. I don't think Rambo ever ran out of bullets. <laughs> Rambo wasn't about. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you could intergalactic, intergalactic, intergalactic. I don't know. That war. was my favorite thing was intergalactic travel, and yet we still whip and lash and stone people. Like... <laughs> and AT&T Global is your program. only global by the way. That you're was, in, like, that deep was space awesome. Nine. That was amazing. I saw that. I was like, oh, my God, this is so 90s. Mm. <laughs> Product placement. You, you yeah. got anything else, Derek? Uh, you know what? I'm going to let you go for a bit. Go ahead. Okay. I'll just, I won't do all of them right now at the gate. I'll just. No, no, finish up. I only got one or two left. Okay. I, the first thing that I wrote down here is, um, why don't they have future weapons that can pierce these bugs' armor? Why does it seem like they're just using regular old bullets in a newer looking weapon? Um, I didn't really like that. Like I, I, I wish, and this is me nitpicking, but it's also something that distracted me from the story because mm-hmm. I'm watching these guys use these cool looking guns, but it's just like normal bullets that are not really killing these bugs. Uh, 
unless they fire 3,000 rounds into them, which they luckily <laughs> had at their disposal. So, for each insect. They yeah, each for had 3,000 for yeah. each one of them. Yeah, per <laughs> insect. Um, and then I said after this, I said, if they have nuke guns, then why don't they just use those for all of the bugs? Because I have it did the job. Explosive rounds should have been invented by now. Yeah, and, and they, these weren't just like, reg- it was like a small, like, football-sized nuke that they're yeah. able to shoot yeah. at things. I was and impressed it, with it. That did the job, so why didn't <laughs> they just use those? Definitely did the trick. And then my next question is, why do they have unlimited ammo? <laughs> that was the next question. <laughs> and I said, then this was another one too. Like, I didn't, I guess I missed this. And Derek kind of explained it. There was a couple things I missed because you guys said a couple things. I was like, why did I not see this? Maybe I was looking at my phone or something because it was very hard for me to stay focused. <laughs> but um, I said, why are they all joining the armed forces? Like, what? To become citizens, oh. but why? Like okay, they it's like the very first few minutes that he's in class, and they emphasize that although it's one world and one government, not everybody gets to vote. Only citizens get to vote, and you're only considered a citizen one if you enlist in the military. You're guaranteed citizenship. But I assume the second thing is something to do with like privilege or wealth or something like that. You have anything to add there, Thomas? No, no, yeah, it's it, they have to be. They, they mentioned in the thing you have to be a citizen for. You have to be in, enlisted for two years to be a citizen. Oh, okay. you have to do two years of enlistment to be to be considered okay. a citizen. So, so that's yeah. what they they were looking for the privileges of being a citizen. Okay, yeah, because you get because you're able to do more, and which we'll get into in a minute. Okay. Uh, there's a lot to unpack with a lot of stuff that's happening in this movie. Okay, uh, my next question is why was it this chick's lifelong goal to bang Johnny? That one other, you know, not Carmen, <laughs> the other one. Um, yeah, the girl who Diz, died Diz, earlier. Diz. Yeah, she Diz. was so into him; it was like wild, you know. And she had she had opportunities to go play football professionally. You saw that, right? You yeah, that, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. In the conversation, like she's going to go to Tokyo or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But she followed Johnny to become a citizen, and then it and says, die. "Yeah, and then <laughs> horrible, it, the, horrible in his arms." arms. And then my next right question after was, they bang. Like at least they got to she had him once. At least she got, <laughs> so, to, ri- at least she got to ride the old the old uh banana boat. The old Rico stick. He's taking the old one eye to tuna town. Oh my god. <laughs> taking uh, the old that. one eye I've, to it's the It's been so long since I've heard that, dear God. <laughs> um <laughs> My next you question. Counter, Do we need an extra disclaimer after the water break? Is that go ahead, really? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Eric. Why was the acting so outrageously bad and over the top? Uh, which I don't think any of us really can answer that. that I, mean, I, can. I, I, I don't have I an can, answer for that. I can, but it just be rude. Say something yeah. to it, but I can't. Yeah. I can't. It would I can. just be rude. It would. <laughs> but you can't. Why don't you? Why don't you give your opinion on that, Derek? Eric, give your opinion. I think it. And, and answer that question. I don't want to hurt your feelings because you like Paul Verhoeven, but I think a lot of it has to do with the directing, and then you had shitty actors. So that's a when you have bad acting in a film. I blame. Probably eighty five percent of it on of director and the fifteen percent is on the actor. I get yeah. it. I get it. I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. Any real direction. So um yeah, I'm, I was it was a, it was distracting to me too. My next question is why is there a love triangle triangle that literally holds zero weight to the storyline? <laughs> there is absolutely nothing at stake. And especially it we, we find this to be true because the chick that was obsessed with him just straight dies. 
Yeah. On top of that, and 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 I get that. And like the other side of the the, the third side of that love triangle broke up the first act. So really, it's more of a love line. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> one. What is it? The distance two points? between two points. Yeah. <laughs> Shortest. I think you did it. I think you did it. Did I answer it? Yeah, I think you did it. Thank you. And that gives me clarity. It wasn't a triangle. That was my bad. I apologize. Did you you have what alcoholics call a moment of clarity there? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, My next question is, I like how they... Says I like how they went from high school to full-grown war machines in about a year's time. (laughs) How did they rank up so high in almost no time at all? (laughs) NPH comes out as like the fucking general of the world, he's yeah. 17 and a half years old <laughs> and he's running an armada, an <laughs> intergalactic armada to destroy a planet full of bugs. You know? And all he of- knows, and all he knows is we think that they do such and such. We believe they might be doing such and that such. That is, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I have so much to talk about. We're that in too. for the salvation of the species here, boys and girls. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I wrote down on your point. I wrote down um, uh, on the like just checking boxes when it comes to writing a movie. Um, Buenos Aires being destroyed is a pivotal is pivotal to character development. Nope, skipped right over that. He just got pissed <laughs> off and moved on. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> like he's on the phone with his parents. And AT&T <laughs> shits the bed because they can't withstand a nuclear blast, apparently. It's, it's, an, asteroid. it's an asteroid and dropping, bro. Whatever. And they, they wipe off the face, you know, this, this whole city and a few other people, his hometown, everything he was dear about. He was about to quit and go home. <laughs> and suddenly, well, the story, like, oh, God, he might go home. Like, what? we don't have a movie anymore. We're gonna, how are we going to make him stay here? Ah, we're going to blow up his home. All right, moving on. Carry forth. That is like the laziest writing of all time. Called, it's called a MacGuffin for a reason, bro. Yeah. It's it's like it's like it's like in a video game when you go in and your character's only got two doors to go through and one's locked. Yep. Like, yep. well, not going home. Here you go. Here's your other door. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. I real quickly too. Like speaking of Buenos Aires, and not saying like Argentina has a very eclectic. Um, uh, um, history racial and also you know racial wow, i just thought um, of something and we'll talk about that yeah yeah <laughs> it's got eclectic uh you know racial cornucopia of people there so like it's not right. just all like uh brown skin latinos it's it's a lot there's there's some lighter skin there's all some kinds of cultures yeah. yeah yeah there's there's a lot of different races there um why like i i am very very happy about the fact that inclusion is a big deal in cinema now because starship troopers with the cast that's there right now would not have been made today no it would not have happened you have mostly latino character names there and they are all straight up white people and then the two people of color that are in the movie die almost immediately yep (laughs) well not one of them lasts a little bit longer no 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 no. there's no there's more than two there's three there's the girl who watches out oh there's the girl who watches out (laughs) there it goes oh three you say hey man hey man damn that changes my entire she has to get her due first she shows up topless in the co-ed shower yeah and then she kills and then she kills breckenridge in the live fire exercise and washes out so yeah. you got to give her due. She had a very dramatic role. Ugh. 
Look, they have, <laughs> they have the f- world's army. The, the, the population of all of the people are in this army. And I mean, there was like, it's like three people, three black who people who were slightly darker <laughs> three, than pale white. Three, three yeah. people who were not who were not white. So that, that was that was distracting. And then there's Shujumi. There's Shujumi, the one like I guess you could say Latin Japanese dude. I mm. guess, dude. But like, I don't know, bro. Like, I that was so. These are things like I haven't even gotten the whole list. I'm gonna stop there because I've got a lot more. But I'll I'll, I'll chill there for a minute. Um, I'm gonna go through. I'll go through my notes real quick too, and then we'll yeah. then we'll then we'll go into di- some deeper aspects yeah. of the movie. I just I I it was it's distracting when I see things like that when I'm watching a, a literal Latino character and Derek shows up. You know, like that's like <laughs> I, like I'm not <laughs> all jokes aside for real. That's 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 distracting. No, no, yeah, and me. I mean, and, but then of course I'm not putting I'm not making an excuse for it. But I mean, that's kind of like when the movie was made, kind of thing. Like they weren't thinking about. No, that I hear you. Shit, I like, hear what you're saying. Yeah, no, which, no, no. It's just horrible to think about too. Yeah, I agree but with we, you. We've definitely come a long way since then. It's yeah, just and I'm it happy. sucks to say. Yeah, but it's very even now. Like I don't think I would have wrecked. I know I wouldn't have. I know I didn't because I watched this film when I was like a teenager. Okay, and there's no way I even and I remembered nothing about it. That's how much of an impact. Well, I mean, I saw it in the theaters the first night it came out. I went with my brother. Yeah, wow. So, so if. Okay, I just had a thought. So if um, we clearly, uh, as, as a society, weren't thinking about uh, inclusion and representation in many industries, particularly here, we're talking about film, right? That wasn't a thing back then. It was very small, not, not really uh, that big of a movement than it is today, and hopefully as it continues to, to grow. Um, I think I know where you're going. Please continue. So in the same vein, because I've debated with myself and I'm, this is not up for debate. We don't even have to get on topic about this, but I've debated on whether or not I enjoyed this more or less than in the army now. And, <laughs> and hold on. This is so much there. better than that movie. My, my point I'm getting to here <laughs> is, you know, rewatching in the army now, we kind of resurfaced some reasons that maybe that movie didn't age so well. Right. And, and, you know, here, Eric watched this movie and there were some concepts that were noticeable and kind of pulled you out of the story, let's say, right? Do you think that there is going to be some, I don't know if you want to call it like a curtain or a cutoff or a deadline or or, or an era that we basically realize, yeah, it's probably not worth going back before this age because it's distracting no. like it's just all white folks that's a great question movies. listen dude that's a really that's good a good question, question and but a good I don't think thing it's to bring gonna, up i don't think it's gonna happen because the way cinema works is they look at what's happens in the past and they learn from those kinds of mistakes to a certain degree it takes a while to learn because you have movies like dw griffith's birth of a nation which is quite possibly the most racist motion picture ever made and was a box office in that time box office hit you know, but it's a movie that is just right. But that movie's real. falling out of favor. Like we don't watch well, that movie no. for anything other than historical and historical context. That's I, true. We're not watching I, it for cinema context. I get it. No, context, I get it. I get it. I, I get yeah. that. I get that. Yeah. But here's the thing. But you're gonna have you're gonna have still people watching that motion picture just in general. It's not like as if it's gonna be brushed well, under the rug. So there's you're been, thinking, there's never you're gonna be a point in time like, where they're they're, they're gonna just say. This time period, we don't want to really talk about it. No, no, no. That's so, never so going to be the case. It's not. I don't mean to say that there's like a hard deadline, right? And that society as a whole will decide that these films are to no longer be watched, and they're in like in a burn, kind of a burn pile, kind of thing. Like not that. Like Fahrenheit what I'm saying though is, if we think about, okay, for example, 
whenever I was a kid, I was fortunate to have a wall of VHSs that I could choose from, right? My movie collection, my parents had built up. And then generations on down, we had DVDs and now we have Blu-rays. And now people don't buy movies. I would say the majority of people don't buy physical media anymore, right? They're streaming it. Now, if the only place to watch it is to stream it, and studios don't license it, like Netflix doesn't licenses it for their platform, or, or Hulu doesn't buy the rights to stream it. It sinks into nothing. Oblivion. No one ever sees Oblivion. it. Oblivion. <laughs> because well, it's distasteful in that time period. Oh, man. So these films very well could just be totally forgotten. This is the hey. best thing you've ever said. And I can't wait. I'll let Tomas go first, but I have a lot to say about that. But this is the one of the best... I can so tell you the best thing that I've ever said, and it was Blue Valentine did not deserve <laughs> oh, the rating that me. it gets given. Guys, Eric, Eric, um, relax, I take that Eric. back. Derek uh, is dead to me. I just want to point that out <laughs> okay. to everyone. Derek is now dead to me. All right, He's so fully I'm dead. Down to two hosts. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, all right, I'm going to go through my notes really quickly like Derek. And then once I'm done with that, we're going to go deep dive into this motion. We need to address what Derek said, though. Like, okay. uh, you can go into yeah, your notes, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I want to make sure because that, that's let's a talk very about that. Let's cool talk about point. that then. Let's talk about that then before we forget about okay, it. You know so, I mean? so the concept is these movies are are uh, some movies historically are not looked on favorably. We've we've changed the society and, and value different things, pay attention to other things mm-hmm. to include other people, for example. Um, and so if we don't buy movies and we're looking to stream them and it's not available on Hulu and it's not available on Netflix because they won't license it, it's distasteful in the future, let's say. You know, maybe these films just kind of fall off into I'll let Tomas nothing. go first and then I'll right, tell so you. I have I an example of what you're talking about. I don't think this is going to be one of those movies. I honestly don't think because there's other reasons for it. But an example of a movie you're talking about is Disney's Song of the South. That's yeah. a motion picture that will never see the light of day streaming or in the theaters or sure. even in physical media in the States. Okay, you can still purchase that in physical media, like on DVD or Blu-ray in Europe. Okay, all right. You know, you can still purchase it in Europe. I wonder why. But you cannot purchase it in the states. Okay, like, do they not get the context of the comments there and the? I don't know if they get the maybe 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 they just don't maybe they don't get the context of the aspect of it being you know completely racist as a motion picture. You know what I mean? Like, I mean. I mean, it, the same thing could be said for Dumbo, right? There's a lot of them. Yes, and Dumbo has people have been hard on Disney about Dumbo, but they feel that Dumbo has enough redeeming factors other than the crows. I mean, you if, if I mean? we start, if we start, okay, not to if dig we too start deep doing, into if Disney, we start, but yeah, if we're talking about yeah. Disney, like we're talking about like how uh, female empowerment I mean, is yeah. not their strong suit, right? No, no, <laughs> they're, they're getting no, there though. They're getting. They're Moana getting was really. And, Close, but she needed Maui, right? <laughs> so, so I mean, like, there's there's things you could say, like, honestly, like, people had this thing with Disney, and he was a pioneer. But Disney, you know, case in point, Disney. If you really, really look into how Disney became famous, he was not the nicest dude in the world. He really, really, really rubbed people the wrong way. But he did it because he knew what he had to do. Because if a lot of people, if you're going to be successful in, especially, I don't know, in the industry, I'm not a big, I don't know the industry, Eric knows the industry, but I think just in business, if you're going to be successful in anything, really, you're going to rub people the wrong way because you're going to come across as an asshole. So you're telling me he was following his orders. He was following his own orders, dude. 
Sounds a lot but, like some other folks. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but what I'm saying is this. So, in, going back to what you were saying, Song of the South has kind of become that type of motion picture. Yeah. You can't get it in the media, you can't find it in streaming, and it's kind of like slowly but surely disappearing in the ether. It's yeah. not going to exist anymore. You won't be able to see it anymore unless you It'll be you like a forgotten film. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be something that's out there and Disney will have it there in their quote-unquote catalog as far as credits as far as a movie, as a movie, but they've they have never released it. If you want to purchase it as a DVD, it's a DVD that has been around for probably 10 years. They're not making new DVDs of the movie. You're buying that shit aftermarket. Somebody yeah. owns it and wants to sell it on eBay. They're selling it. That's what yeah. you're going to find. Actually, I'm not, there's no Blu-ray because they never redid it. It's just an old digital copy on DVD that has been around for 10, so then, 15 years. So then how is how is Starship Troopers not on? Not, obviously, it is not near as severe of a problem. I, I understand that. There, right? It is an will, important problem. We will problem, get into but. Starship Troopers in a minute. But I'm saying, as far as your example of a motion picture, that is what I think is the prime example of what you're asking about, a movie slowly but surely disappearing from the minds of people. Hmm. As a memory of people. Because I remember as a kid going to the movies when it came out of the vault in the mid-80s, going to the movies to watch Song of the South because it's a Disney movie. You know what I mean? It was a Disney movie. That was the last time I saw it in the, th- in the theaters. In the theaters. Uh, but, but how do we know? I, I still understand how... Like, I understand that the, con- the, the concept that I'm explaining or, or, or theorizing here has already taken place against Song of the South, but... How do we know that Starship Troopers won't take that same route? That's what I was going to come in. Can, I, I think I it, where where I this is. I this love is a, this question. A lot. This, this yeah, is a it's lot a to it's a lot. It's a lot to unpack, and I love the question. I love. And I'm the wondering idea if we can put a pin in concept. Like, if I can go through my notes real quick, because I think we can talk about that right after. Because I know we have a lot to talk about in regards to because there's a lot of information to that. Oh my gosh. I'm going to forget what I'm going to say. Okay, I'm go. Gonna go say what you're going to say. Say what you're going to say. I'm going to forget it. Say what you're going to say. Say what you're going to say. I'll put a pin in it for what I have to say. Yeah, yeah. Because we're going to get to your notes. Their notes are not going anywhere, buddy. They're com- okay. We're getting to them. No, no. I was going to go through like, the funny shit. This thought is going to disappear. I was going to go through the funny <laughs> shit of my notes, and then we're going to go into the deep shit. Yeah, okay. So, Derek, I don't think that this is going to... What you're talking about will happen to Starship Troopers. And the reason why is that... This may not make sense to you, but Starship Troopers isn't an inherently racist film like Song of the South. Sure. Starship Starship Troopers is systemically racist. Okay. That's the best way to put it. That's the movie system at work. The system only hired white people. They were only looking to bring in a certain demographic as far as working people. Um and because of that, that's why they got away with stuff like this back in the day. And now that we're in a new age of cinema where there's a rules that you have to have people of color on your sets in order to be even recognized for, for festival, for like uh, festival wins or like uh, award season is a huge deal. Because guess what? There's black, brown, yellow, yellow. red, purple, all of this cornucopia of color of people that are insanely talented. And it's not like an affirmative action thing where people like to like to get into the debate about that, which we won't go too far into that about how, you know, it's not fair. No, it is fair because there's fucking people of color that are insanely talented that should be getting their day in 
this in this industry. So mm. Starship Troopers is not a film that's inherently racist where they have fully racist themes and stuff like that's not Starship Troopers. And I feel like film shouldn't go away. Those movies shouldn't disappear because it is part of the history of cinema. And 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 also too, one more thing, it's art. Mm-hmm. So because it's art, we're just imitating life per se, quote unquote. So again, art at that time, cinema art at that time, we didn't fully have it together as far as uh, diversity. Oh, has God, please go ahead. Me... Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead go. Two things. Two things. First, um, I uh, the concept of this being art or used for reference or um, not being lost to history, but perhaps not. Uh, can, it, continually existing in the in the social zeitgeist maybe right so like we talked about that film birth of a nation it is not in our current society's zeitgeist it's not something that is culturally popular um and it's something that is historically reviewed right it exists for a historical purpose it's not Uh, relevant it's just history exactly exactly so um i i wholeheartedly believe that almost everything of gosh i would say almost any anything that has ever been made by man at least is historically significant to observe, to learn, to understand that history. Um, even the most hatred, uh, I mean, Nazi stuff or any other kind of, those things are still historically significant. I wouldn't say that they are, um, you know, valuable in a sense of like current culture and politics and, and popularity. But that aside, um, this film doesn't break enough rules is what you're saying. It's not as bad, right? And I, and I get that this, because it was is very likely all systemic, right? This is not like they were actively pursuing, um, you know, something that is it's not diverse in any way. It's not like they were hunting for that specifically. I'm sure that there wasn't some sort of like secret skinhead that was hiring people, right? I, I, I'm sure that wasn't the case. It wasn't intentional. Well, we don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> really I wouldn't know. say... I wouldn't. I'd say. I'd say we're on a. It's about fifty-fifty shot on that. No, no I'm talking yeah. about Starship Troopers now. I'm talking about Starship oh, okay. Troopers oh, yeah. now. Yeah. No, no, it I'm, was I'm, not I'm, intentional. I'm saying, That's what I'm I was saying talking that about also. too. I'm yeah, saying yeah. that too. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a strong fifty-fifty shot on that, bro. However, let's talk about Song of the South for a second because when it came out, society had basically decided that, that was acceptable, right? And released later on, Tomas saw it still considered acceptable by society today, not far, not right. I'm going to say so mu- our woke levels have gone through the roof. Okay. So, so much so where they're changing splash mountain to a uh, princess and the frog. I believe that. Why not? No, no, okay. that, that's happening. That's happening. So, so here's my process. Point. It wasn't, it was okay. And then it became not okay to that day's standard to today's standard even. And when Starship Troopers came out, it was okay. And maybe today most people will watch it and think it's okay. But how more woke will society get? You might be looking at hundreds of years down the line, buddy. Yeah, or like years away. I because don't, I don't I, have I, a lot of faith in there. the human and, condition. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, listen, dude, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a black man saying that like this film when I'm watching it doesn't offend me. It like 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 to my core, it's, anno- it's, it like it's not it inherently it racist, but it, it is annoying him. and it's yeah. distracting. You know, so well, I, it's glaringly like he's, yeah, he's, I it pulls you out of the story. You notice yeah. these things. Yeah. He's 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 literally blinded by the light because there's too much white in the movie. <laughs> 
That's what I say when I look into Derek's eyes. So. <laughs> Blinded by the light. But, okay, so is this any different though than like so dreamy? Quite literally every single horror movie where the black guy dies first. Is this any different? Uh, no, it's, no, it's basically the same thing. It's all yeah. the same thing. Then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. Just except point for, that out ex- whenever we talk about ex- planning for ex- a Halloween special. Hold on, hold on, hold on, none of that shit. Hold on, hold on. Ex- Derek except says no black people dying first. And hold on a second. But except for Night of the Living Dead, that movie was a trailblazer because the uh, main character was it. the main character actually was a black man who was in love with a white woman, and he survived the whole movie until the end when he got shot by the white so cops. Died. So he died, died at the end, and that was probably on purpose. Of course, it's on yeah, purpose because yeah. George Romero yeah. was doing social, social. He was, he was being socially conscious. That's I feel time. like all his films are like that. They're somehow yeah, they are. Yeah, satire fair. on social and that's, premises. Yeah, because that movie came out what like in '67. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. that was like right in the middle of the civil rights. Yeah. Does the girl that he so, likes survive? Uh, I think she does, and she has no say in what happened to him. Like they arrest him because what, he thinks he, they think he, he dies. Him. She lives, and he's the guy who did all the stuff. But that was on purpose. It's on purpose, that was man. On purpose. That is there was on a reason for it. If there's a reason people. for it, yeah. If there's a reason for it, I'm behind it. But yeah. when it's just something like this, where you're just trying to find hot white people to play Latino mm-hmm. roles, I get that's that. Distracting. I get you know. that. I get that. Yeah. So okay. Right. So let me go through my. Come notes. On, give me your notes. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. Sorry I, about you, that. You, there's I'm a lot worried. of. No. No. You're good. You're good. I mean, I'm gonna go through it quick so we can get into some real deep shit because I want to talk about some stuff here, dude. All right. So, um, is there a level um, below this? No, there's not. There's a lot. There's honestly a lot in this movie that you don't realize, dude. And, and um, so okay. So one thing was um, classic '90s twenty somethings playing high schoolers. Yeah, <laughs> they're like yeah. late twenties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, like you know, you know, um, what was what that? Because I was doing it so quick, like some I can't. I even was just talking about that shit to my wife. She yeah. was watching one of those old. What is that movie? Uh, I think Michael B. Jordan is in it. I might be wrong. Um, Love don't cost a thing. You know Michael about? B. Was, Jordan is not in Love Don't. Love Don't Cost a Thing came out in like 1988. Michael B. Jordan was like four years old when that movie came out. No, maybe I'm thinking. But it, it's, <laughs> I'm talking about like a movie from like maybe the late 90s. Anyway. Are you about like, it's like any movie with like Lorenz Tate? Are you, are you talking about like that kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, maybe dude? you're thinking no, about I'm talking Lorenz about Tate. Love Don't Cost a Thing. It came out in 2003. Now Derek's fucker. being racist. Now yeah, you think right? Michael B. What Jordan I- is Lorenz Tate, Derek? What the hell, bro? <laughs> Is it? No, it's Nick Cannon. I'm sorry. Nick Shit, Cannon? I was wrong. Oh my god! How do you Nick confuse, How do you confuse the two? Michael B. Jordan and Nick Cannon. I think. Look, oh, first dude, off, I, I didn't watch the movie. I walked by the room. Okay. Second, I don't know, dude. Derek looks just like Donald Trump. So I'm gonna go I, I ahead and just glean past this whole thing. <laughs> the best. Right, we're gonna go. The we're best. gonna go ahead and move past. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, go uh, ahead with your notes. I'm gonna move past this. All right. So what about? Okay. So the next thing I have is um, NPH is the man because even though he's got like maybe like five minutes worth of dialogue, he's, he's like the best the actor best. in the film. He was the best 100%. actor in the film. No question. hundred yeah. percent. No, don't lie. I ain't going to even compare it. He is unbelievable. And for me, honestly, second best is probably Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown was in the film for 14 seconds, what it felt like. And he's and, amazing. Yeah. And Clancy Brown is, is like a gem. 
I think he yes. is a gem. He's and an I was asking treasure. myself, why are you in this film? That's what I was asking. Why are you here? Well, and every time I hear him talk in this movie as Sergeant Zim, he, I, I'm thinking of Mr. Crab 100%. Because you know he's the voice of Mr. Crab yeah. on SpongeBob, right? Honestly, that, all I ever see him as is the warden from Shawshank. Because he was so good. Oh, no, 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 yeah. the warden, not the warden. Not the warden. He was the not captain. The, warden, the, 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 guard, the head guard. Yeah, the sorry, head guard. The head guard. The head guard. Yeah. 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 This Dude. man's about to have himself an accident. Oh, he was so good. I hated him <laughs> so much in oh, that God. film. He killed it. Yeah. What about when he when he beat that shoot to death? Oh fuck. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> all right. So the best okay, another thing is is um did you guys notice during the dissection scene who was the uh teacher? It was Blanche from the Golden Girls. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering like why is she familiar? <laughs> And she had these, like she had yeah. these like we what her character had these stupid glasses yep. like she'd been like chemically burned or something but they don't tell you like what's the point of like having a character with this particular characteristic that you're not even going to acknowledge like and you never see her again for the rest of the never see yeah, her exactly. again which was like, like she might as well which, been walking around with a shovel out of her which skull was, and just no one brought was, it up, just kept carrying on. <laughs> in my opinion, another like gem in the motion picture. Like she was just like it was like oh she was great. All right for her five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course there was the uh, arena league football scene. Dude, know? that was such bullshit. Like I was so nineties. So <laughs> I was seeing so like with when that. he went to go that flip thing. Like yeah. you could clearly he see him on running something. on a ramp. Yeah. Did you see him step? I saw yeah. him step on something yeah. and push. I was like, what is that, dude? Like, what All is right. the purpose of that? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was to show Diz as a female QB. That's the only thing I can think of. Whatever. <laughs> inclusion, man. bro. It's inclusion. Yeah, but we bro. still don't know why she <laughs> even cared about him. Yeah, <laughs> It's inclusive. See, this uh, is an inclusive let me, film. Let me go back to my note here. Uh, it says, "Oh shit! Oh god!" Prominent female lead? Nope. Dead. D E D. All right. So here's another one. Is um, uh, they're talking about him going to Harvard. I'm like, he can't even fucking pass a math test. How can he fucking go to Harvard, bro? That was one was... of my notes that I let me just. I'm not going to go into all of them, but just this one note that that was like the next one I was. I said, "How did Rico go from getting a 35 percent math <laughs> class to Harvard, to leading a whole platoon with an intricate directional coordinates on another planet? How is this <laughs> even possible?" Oh God! All right, so hold on. Let me just keep going through this. There wasn't even uh... a montage of that training. There was no like, hey, we're gonna download the internet into they your just brain. Went, yeah, they just went straight up. Let's hey, let's let's just show this guy, you know, leading a platoon and killing animal, like killing bugs on another planet with using coordinates that I didn't understand. So, like, know. oh, there was another one. Okay, here's another one. Is uh, basically, uh, I thought it was funny that I picked this movie and it was a call pack, callback on the uh, uh, the the Mormon comment I made about them washing each other's balls. Um, they went to Fort Joe Smith. That was like the like that first scene where you see all the dead bodies and shit. It was just it was out of control. I don't know. Like like there was I was pointing out that the you know how the bodies were just really poor quality. Like it just wasn't remotely believable. Yeah, no, yeah, it was, and and then and yeah, there's a lot we could talk about that. I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and then Carl was like, seemed like a horn dog with with Diz. Did you see that? I was like, dude, you look like a fucking like like a rapist. Really bro. creepy, like very very intense. Yeah, it was super <laughs> creepy. I was a little bit weirded out by it. Oh, but, and the guy you know, who's like, like apparently graduating at the same time is the lead head captain or some shit, like. The guy who was Xander, uh, it was the guy that was hitting, oh, yeah. lost in football. Flight and all team that stuff. guy, the flight guy. Yeah. 
Apparently yeah. he's like the leader of the pilots and he was know, just fucking playing high school with you. And the way he said it to you, he's like, oh, I'm graduating too. <laughs> like, it was like the stupidest <laughs> line of all time. Yeah. Oh God. I, I have so many problems with like just the writing of this film and the technical <laughs> aspects. But anyway, that's that's the I, whole I, dude, I love, I'm sorry. Dude, I, I mean, the one thing I did like was um when he got when he got stabbed in the leg and Clindathu. Like when he pulled that shit out of his leg, that was that was spectacularly disgusting. What his leg looked like, I was like, "That is amazing makeup work." Did, did you notice how everyone screamed at the top of their lungs at some point ah. in this film when they got hurt? <laughs> like it was like a it was like a off 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 Broadway actor screaming at the top of the. <laughs> oh line. no no yeah, and then and then of course like when whenever they got hurt, it's like they could still move that limb. Like yeah. at the end of the movie, just fast forward, Carmen gets. Stabbed through the shoulder, like through the back, through her back, through her shoulder to the yep. front, into the ground, and she can still move that arm. She's like, how up are a you gun, even running? Yeah, how are you even speed. moving with this? Mo- with this, I mean, because you literally <laughs> lost every fucking tendon in your arm at this. That's point. the '90s cheese factor. So yes, I, I'll, exactly. let, I'll let that. Sl- I won't even <laughs> well, that's give you a hard time. time. Yeah, I will give you a hard time. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> We'll oh, forgive here's, you. Here's one if thing. Any sins you've committed, this and one this is, will let it slide. This is gonna be my mic drop for the episode. That's my pen dropping. This is my mic drop. Brain bugs are giant vaginas. I noticed that. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed that. No, did I you notice that. that? Like especially, yeah. yeah. Like you, it was very, very. Uh, it was like vaginal. quite apparent. Yeah, yeah, it was seriously. vaginal by like, all. Like I'm not even like means. like like. Unfortunately, ladies, if you hear, if we have any ladies listening to us. Watch the movie. We're and you sorry. Will be like, we're sorry. You will, That's you what will we be mean like, to say. And you will be like, you know what? Those guys are right. No, yeah. they are. you don't even have to agree with us. <laughs> we're just sorry. <laughs> okay, so now let's go to the fun part, which will not be fun for Derek. All right, so here's something. All right. The motion picture, there was like, I went deep on some stuff because like, I need to read about this movie a little bit more. Because I, I, I understood it when I was watching it. And when I watched it later on, I was like, huh. You know, because in high school, and I watched it, I was a senior in high school. I had just graduated from high school, actually. Because uh, it came out, like, in June of, like, 97 or some shit. It was supposed to be a summer blockbuster. And, and honestly, like, so as far as the motion picture itself, it made, uh, like, 100. It made, like... Two hundred twenty million around there. I looked that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made like one hundred and twenty million dollars worldwide with a budget of one hundred and five. So it was basically a bust. Okay, because yep, after be everything, it was a bust. But here's the thing: there were some articles that I've read, one from twenty thirteen and one from twenty twenty, talking about how this movie was probably completely misunderstood for its time. Okay, so here's the reason why, because you were like, Derek, you were like, I don't understand it. I don't know what's happening. I don't I don't get this movie. What's the point? So this is, I think. This is why when, when you're talking about the whole white aspect of the motion picture, and I think I understand, I get you and I totally agree with you that they went that route. But I think Paul Verhoeven actually did it on purpose. Then he's done it on purpose in every one of his films. Well, no, no, no. But I think he did it on purpose specifically for this movie as well. Okay? Because here's the thing. So he made this movie specifically as a satire going against the original, you know, like, you know, uh, book 
because the book was extremely far right and social and fascist and all that stuff. He wanted to make a movie that was satirical. Like you said it was satirical. So you're on you're on point, Eric. You're mm-hmm. on point. He wanted a movie that was satirical, but he did it on per- more on purpose than anything else. He did it more on the nose, so much on the nose that people didn't get it. Okay, so he got white actors, clean cut, and it was actually for me it was a bit unnerving because everything you saw was super clean cut, very crisp. Okay, and he did it because it remind he wanted to he wanted to remind the movie as a giant propaganda film. Specifically, the movies that were made by Luffy Rosenstiel in the, in the Second World War. She, that's why he did those propaganda films. He basically copied the propaganda. There's a propaganda film that has a little boy coming out saying, I did my part. He wanted to portray these people because he grew up in Nazi-occupied Netherlands. He wanted to portray this movie like as if this is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to have to deal with if you want to, if you live in a far right country that's going to have fascist underpinnings. And it, and it's really, it really kind of hit home for me more than anything else after, unfortunately, what we're dealing with with Trump because there was a good bit because they said in the movie that the reason why the the world is like that at that point in the motion picture was because of the veterans taking over. Okay, that the veterans took control of the government. That's what they said in the movie. That's and why only the citizens get to vote. And exactly, which is also something that happens in fascist and communist regimes. People who are members of the party can are the only ones who have decision making processes. Can have a I say mean, in decision making process. If if that were the, the I think intent. this movie is extremely subversive. Extremely I mean, if that was the intent, though... It is the intent, actually. He said it. Then they did a bad job. Because no one picked up on it. That's... I don't think so. I don't think he did. I don't think he did a bad job. And that's me disagreeing. And you guys can you guys can disagree with me, and I'm cool with that. But I think that he did a good job of doing that because he, he made a motion picture that if you really dig deep into it... And I'll send you guys the articles um, so you guys can read and have your own opinion on that. But I think he did that... For the, for the simple fact that he wanted to make a motion picture that was satirical and subversive and against, and he wanted to have everybody see what could happen because there are scenes of people that they know dying, and then all of a sudden they turn around and be like, have a smile on their face, you know, like yeah. it's, you know, which is kind of <clears throat> crazy to a certain degree. I so, mean, I, I, <clears throat> plus the, uh, the, I mean, even like, like, you know, in the, in your face is like the uniforms. Yeah, I I agree. Listen, I agree with Derek uh, because I wouldn't know that unless I did my did my studying, which doesn't mean it's a bad satire because there's a lot of satire that you don't understand what everything is, mm-hmm. and that's fine. I get that. I get that. But this one was so in your face that I knew it was satire. But my my feeling of what the satire was, and I purposely didn't look up what it was or what it meant. Because I'm, a, I, I figured that one of you would know, but uh, mm-hmm. what you just told me. But um, what I was saying is, I'm, I said, and this is the note that I wrote. I said, I think I'm reaching here, or just trying to find real substance. But I feel like mm-hmm. it's a satire about us invading places that aren't ours, like pretty much the history of America. And the, I was, I missed the mark. 
like what you just said, I was way off what you just said and what you just explained that Paul Verhoeven's idea was. And because of that, I feel like that's the issue. Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that it was a satire based on, you know, uh, the, the propaganda I think, I think, films. I think imperialism does play a part. Yeah. But I'm not saying you're off the mark too much. I like, think imperialism I, does play a part, though, in that. Perhaps. In like, I felt, I honestly felt bad for the brain bug at the end. I felt literally <laughs> bad. Like, dude, the whole time I was thinking, like, maybe the bugs don't have any, like, that's another thing, too. Like, what's how do they know that the bugs are trying to do this to them? Like, that's the thing about it, too. Like, I, I don't know. There was something that was unsettling, which I think that was a good job. Like, the satire part, there was something that was unsettling about the whole idea of what was happening in the film. Uh, didn't settle, didn't sit right for me, and I didn't find them as to be heroes. I wasn't excited and jovial no. at the end like they were. I was actually kind of disgusted, which that was yeah. good. But as far as m- me catching what the satire was, I completely missed the mark. No, I and, I and 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 that's <laughs> it's, and that's something it's, that I that, that that I do think people do have with this motion picture because I mean you can you can see this motion picture and then you can totally miss the mark because it's it's not. It's so in your face that you don't think that it's in your face. I mean, that, it, that, you're right. You know, that's I, I no, agree with that. I, I, look, there are some movies that you can watch and they have meaning. You know that there's a meaning. You haven't quite got it. And you go back and rewatch it. Um, there, there's... Uh, Inception, the Investment Bureau. Um, I mean, those are the first two that come to mind. Those kind of make you think about it. Tenet, there's another one, right? These movies that... Just uh, name every Chris Nolan movie. There. Interstellar. They all, <laughs> they all do it. Yeah, they all do Memento. it. Memento. So, yeah, they, they, they make... You know that there's something you're missing and you're hungry to find it. And if that means rewatching it or reading up about it or, or researching it or whatever, this movie was so simple um, so very basic as a movie, you think there is no way that there is anything more to this. It is all surface level. The water is not deep. Don't even try and dive in that water. Better fed. Just keep your shoes on. It'll be fine. <laughs> and, and, and and I get that. Me as a as someone who's a filmmaker, if anyone ever said that about my films, that would break me. What he just said. I'm it's serious. True. That would I get it. break me. But everything he just said was very valid in my opinion because I felt the same way. And and I and I and I appreciate you guys saying it's that. Crazy that I, anime was. Even though than I this. think, even though I think you're wrong. It was. So, but but <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I come back every week. <laughs> but I, I, well, I I like that. No. I love the fact that you disagree with us, and I'd like yeah. to know. Like a little bit more, like How why does you this? Are, why, yeah, why does this no, so, film slap for you, dude? So you know? this this film slaps for me because of the aspect of like as a as a, as a, somebody in high school, like I read like Animal Farm and I read that kind of stuff, and and I mean, and it was it was in high school we had to read that, and I and I went to a Christian school, like one of these Southern Baptist schools, and we still had to read that book. But oh, really, yeah, like that was required it, it, reading. Yeah, it was for us because I mean, it's it just because I mean. It, it's just it was just it's a classic and it wasn't something that was in your face against what they did it was just anthropomorphic animals dealing with communist society you know what i mean like it was just one of those things but what i'm saying is that when it comes to this motion picture for me what i liked about it was the aspect of the social 
I guess, the social consciousness of it in the sense of what kind of world they're living in. Because, okay, so here's the funny thing. So you guys mentioned Buenos Aires, which is hilarious, which is so on the nose, it totally went over your guys' head. Unless you, is that maybe some you thought fascist about it. country or something? Funny you should say that. Argentina is a country, other than the United States, that had a lot of escaping Nazis come to it. So a lot of Nazis that escaped like war crimes and things of that nature, when they left Germany, went to Argentina. I actually didn't know that. I was I was reading something about that recently. I was just you didn't know that? that. No, no, I just I said I, I did know, know that. that. No. I, I Are you did saying, know saying that. you did? Yeah. But you know that ahead of time, like yes, before yes, then. Yes. But the thing is, like, I didn't. Again, this was film was so fucking bad that I didn't know that that had anything to do with this shit. I, I, mean, <laughs> just, I mean, literally, when you guys were talking about it, I like I put two and two together right now because See, it was but, so funny that they that they mentioned Buenos Aires, and you have a guy who lived in Nazi occupied Netherlands. Who hates people? And there's a motion picture that he made in the early 2000, like 2004, 2005, called Black Book, which is about Netherlands being occupied by the Nazis. And it was a movie that he made in the Netherlands, so it's in it's in it's in the Dutch language, and it's a love story between a high ranking Nazi officer and his his I guess you could say his his uh, Dutch consort or whatever. But I mean, it's like one of these things where you have like you really start watching like the, the weird dynamic and how people change during. Anyways, but going back to the movie, the motion picture like they did that, and he destroys Buenos Aires, which I think is kind of funny because it's like he's like killing all the fucking Nazis per se in his mind, in his own mind per se, uh, in one swift motion kills millions of people, and. And, and and also, if you think about it, all these kids, all these kids, I say kids in air quotes because these are all like late 20-somethings, you know, in the <laughs> movie. But these are all like, the, all these kids in the movie, they're all like fucking poster childs for the Hitler youth. Yeah, but uh, I, the, the problem is like, I, I, listen, man, I love the excitement that you've gotten from this and that you've, 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 I, I love, I'm not, I mean this and I'm not being condescending or sarcastic sure. like okay. i love the fact that you found this out and are able to explain these things to me okay because <laughs> i wouldn't know them but because it's so like what's the word i'm looking for because it's so out there and so in your face but also not in your face like i'd have to really know the history behind paul uh well, well, in order to really put these things together it makes it doesn't hit for me it like it's just not hitting hard you know the the, I get it. I get it. The, what you're pointing out, though, is it, what you're what you're okay. Nazis fled Germany. They went to Buenos Aires, and now we see that one in the piece, future though. the society has developed to the point where the military take over their government, form a global army, and then go to war. Right? All of these concepts. You're telling me that the book had really good research and probably a solid plot, if that of you know super right-sided or Nazi potentially perspective, right? That the book was written well, but then the movie didn't 
translate that, right? You mentioned yourself that the, yeah. the battle on no. this planet was like one paragraph, and the book was and clearly I mean, more than that. And I think, and I think they couldn't really do much for the movie itself because because there's there's a lot of things in the book as well. Technically, they, they just couldn't do. Like case in point, like the drop ships in the movie. You know how they're like just big boats, basically. Like every other war movie we have, when they they do invasions, they're just big boats with like tons of people. So in the books, if you really want to see something as far as what they wore, as far as in the books are concerned, uh, Edge of Tomorrow is probably the closest thing you can see to what they actually wore in battle in the books in Starship Troopers. Like what those 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 things those mech yeah. units they wear in Edge uh-huh. of Tomorrow is what they wear in, in Starship Troopers in the book. But they couldn't create those kind of props back in the nineties to to do. And that. on top of that, the drop ships. There's no drop ships. They're dro- they're in drop capsules. Okay, and these drop capsules, you don't know when you're gonna land, and there's a possibility you won't land, and there's a possibility that you won't open, and your oxygen runs out. So, so I don't this just means that they did a bad job at translating. Yeah, the I think, it, I, think I think I think they just decided, and and this and I agree with you on this point. I think they decided that they were going to try and make something that was going to be, to a certain degree, not as close to the material, but enough where people can relate to it as close as they can. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of because. All I'm talking about is like they, they the way they did it, some of the stuff, and people wouldn't really go for it because it's super hard sci-fi. This it's is very hard sci-fi. It is hard sci-fi. I agree with that, but also too, like I don't necessarily agree with the fact that they couldn't do it. Mm. They could because look at films like The Abyss or look at films like True Jurassic Park or Terminator Two. The things they did in those films that came out five to seven years prior to this one. Those are well-made movies that still stand up today this yeah. film looks terrible and yeah, i granted granted you know Jurassic to Park did a lot to uh push the envelope of what could be done mm-hmm. they also yeah. made the story work with the technology they accomplished right? this, yeah this I is a <laughs> excuse me this is a poorly executed sci-fi film and that's the, that also is distracting and mm-hmm. i again like i hate saying poorly made about films because it's not a nice thing to do because there's a lot of films that I think are bad that are still really well made. Okay. And I can respect that the art form, this film is not well made. Like they did not use that hundred million dollars that they had to the 1997. Yeah. In 97 to the best of their ability, because you have to look at the films that came out five to seven years prior that destroyed it visually so that that's a that's distracting to me too that's another problem with this film i really really hate this movie (laughs) (laughs) let's just let's just say that you know it 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 was a a a lull in this guy's career and he just didn't hit the mark he's got other good stuff on the list there are some good movies here I mean, oh no, no, yeah. I mean, and, and the guy Recall who wrote, is a pretty damn good. That's movie. an no, no, amazing and the guy, movie. And the guy who and the guy who wrote this movie also wrote RoboCop, which is another fantastic. Yeah, and picture. RoboCop yep. is so, also and, the and, first look, one. Is and, good. And I and I can totally see your guy's point. I can see. I can. Yeah, he did the first one. He didn't do the other two. But <laughs> that's, I can that's see, correct. I'm glad you, yes, you pointed that out. God, please, please. And oh, did you funny funny thing? 
Did you notice the helmets that the MI wore or this is the same helmet as uh as Robocop? It looked to me like it was the same helmet. It was very similar. Yeah. It was very similar. Like like all right, so all right. I get what you guys are saying. I totally understand what you mean. I see your point. I don't agree with it, but hey, that's the whole point of this discussion is that we can disagree to disagree. And I imagine I just you. hope I, I just you, hope man. I hope I just hope you can see what I'm saying as well. Oh no, no, no. I see what you're saying and I appreciate it. And like I said, like I'm really glad that you have this differing of opinion because I didn't get I didn't see the things that you're seeing. So I'm glad that I have that information now, but it was yeah. just so poorly executed that so, I'm having a hard time with this film. You know? you know, the funny thing is, is that just so you guys know, so like a lot of those propaganda films at Fed Network, do you want to see more or would you like to know more? All that kind of stuff. He literally copied it shot for shot. And he just brought it to the future, but he literally copied it shot for shot from this lady. Like the scene where the kid's like, I'm doing my part and he pops out from the people that was actually in one of this lady's propaganda films in the 19, in 1942 for, for Nazi Germany, like them handing out bullets to children was one of those things, you know, like, you know, like th- that kind of stuff, like most of, most of the stuff that he puts on, he put on his co- propaganda films as propaganda was uh, either copied shot for shot or inspired by this lady who made like, all of Hitler's propaganda, as well as a lot of the architecture that he used in the motion picture for like buildings and for like inside uh, inside the buildings, like in the like that um, that assembly, like the like the general assembly with the sky marshals, mm. like that was inspired by Albert Speer, who was Hitler's architect. Like that's so, really weird. really interesting, <laughs> but like it just didn't. It, uh, it, it tells me that we should. It's one of the things that you should read the book. Yeah, and maybe. Eh. Uh, but I like, mean, it, if you're into Nazis, I read the I read stuff. the book, and the book was good, but the book's not like for everybody, dude. So I don't know if I would spend. Well, that I, I guess I shouldn't say Nazi. This is probably just more general fascism, right? It's general fascism. Yes, that's the thing. Now he used Nazi because Nazis are fascists, and that's right. what he grew up knowing. But but in general, like like Starship Troopers is like represents like the far right, like fascism. Yeah, so. I mean that was that I I felt that like I felt uh, like that there was something, yeah, like that going on. I just couldn't nail it, you know. Like the book, the book for me, rep, like almost felt like like I said, it's been twenty, it's been over twenty years since I read the book. But if I can remember correctly, the book felt like like a sci-fi version of All Quiet on the Western Front because there's a lot of times where he's like not on the front, where he's back home or whatever, he's away from the front. You know, what I mean, so it's it's it was a it's it's a weird book, and I read it, and I'm glad I read it, but I have no inkling of reading it again. It's mm. one of those things. So it was. Right. Also, you know, Tomas, your your cheese. This ninety. This was nineties cheese to the core. Okay, to the core, baby. That's <laughs> why I picked it, baby. Nailed it. That yeah. and I I nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like, watching. I was like, like I don't a, think like, a, like a whore on prom night. Yeah, I nailed I it, bro. Jesus. I don't think no. there's. I honestly don't think that there's a film that we could choose that will hit it as hard as this one did. 
Well, wow. just you wait. Bringing oh, it back God. in the army now. Oh, <laughs> second viewing. If we second have to, viewing. Have no, I'm do, not doing that. I'm if we have to do a second viewing of that movie, oh my God. You like, will I, admit how much better it is than this movie. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a movie that could be just as cheesy as this motion picture. And it's, it's pretty Dude, tough. Dude, this has changed exactly what I was planning for my pick. So let's just say. Eric, no, I, mean, I know I mean, you have you more notes, you dude. Yeah, Aaron, you got more notes? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can go through them if you want. Like, Let's go uh, through them. So, um, my next note was Rico's Roughnecks, really? Question <laughs> mark? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was Ratchak's Roughnecks. I mean, he did take well, over. You're just that easily replaced. We're just going to rub, 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 get some that, more that's actually, that actually was something based on what you were talking about earlier, Eric, in regards to the imperialism aspect of it, hmm. where the United States government, like he was actually top, he was actually that was actually well, one Roosevelt's thing Rough Riders. <laughs> no, like no, no, in the sense of that you have young people going off to war and they're essentially just cannon fodder, and it's just next man in line, next yeah. man up. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't matter how long you have to live, you know, if you're in war. Is that you 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 possibly could have a very short lifespan and someone's behind you taking over your position. Because if you yeah. saw, yeah. dude, in the matter of one day, he went from being a private to a corporal to a sergeant. Yeah. Then yeah. an acting lieutenant. For a series of deaths. Like, yeah, your predecessor in died, one, so it's your turn. Within a 24-hour span, he jumped four different positions. Yeah. Yes. I noticed. You know? You noticed that, right? That was like, a lot. I was like, and, I'll, and, and I mean, granted, I mean, there are, okay, you, you guys talked about that we have MPH, we have Clancy Brown, and we have Michael Ironside. I, I don't care who yeah, you are. Yeah, Michael Ironside was there. It, it, he is the shit. <laughs> he attended. Yeah, he showed up. He showed up. I think. With the, the, with the, the stupid, like, I, I did not understand the point of his character. That also made zero sense to me. Oh, you're a school teacher. Now you're this badass, crazy, like, war criminal. <laughs> exactly. Who shoots your own people yeah, while they're in a nest. Yeah, that's a war crime. So, like, exactly. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, man. He was crazy. I was just like, holy fuck. But only Michael Ironside could play that part, dude. Yeah. Honestly. But either way. So, yeah. No, but, like, um, but like, 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 like it just goes to show, like, he's just talking about, like, it's just kind of one of those things where you just, you know, young people in war – you know, you don't have a large, a long lifespan, and the ones who do, you know, they're just gonna. It's just they just gotta keep forging ahead because eventually they could either survive or they're dead, and they yeah. just live. Basically, that's how they live for the rest of the, for that whole time they're there. So. All right, I'll keep going through these notes. Um, I I said, uh, wait, I lost my my neck. My, my part. I said, oh, this was my next note. Why was the teacher a part of these soldiers? This was supposed to be some sort of twist with absolutely no payoff. That taught about Iron <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, look, I know this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was my teacher, sir. Like, I, I think I think when he touched Carmen in the arm with his nub, that was like, I was like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see it, I get, like, disgusted this by it. It's really strange. And, uh, and then he acts like he doesn't know the students. Like, he just... Yeah. Didn't even acknowledge, like, oh, yeah, I've known you from somewhere. Like, he doesn't from do that. 20 it's minutes true. ago in this he movie? He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't show, like... Which was even literally 20 minutes in real time in the film, too. They literally graduated and then ended up with this guy <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes later. I mean, I'm wondering, like, like, is it just because he just wants to be an asshole? Or is it... 
I don't know. I couldn't understand. There's That's no good reason. I, I agree with you on that payoff. because there's no reason. Zero, zero payoff. I do agree with you on that because it's like you have a dude who's basically – who honestly – They've probably known Mr. Ratchek all through high school. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. It, it was because really if he played football at that high school, like, I mean, Ratchek knows him. Yep. You know, if he's like a starting wide receiver, Ratchek knows him. Mm. <sighs> but, yeah, well, I get my, it. My next note was, I kind of already mentioned it. I said, why were the death sequences so outlandish? Like, the captain of the ship being crushed by the door. Remember that part? Yes, like, yes. Ah, Go! <laughs> Go! So, yeah. I, I, Go I'll be honest with you. Like this fed my like high school like violence brutality level, hundred percent. Like when I was in high school watching this movie, dude. When I was watching this movie, like as a high school kid, I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Rip that shit apart, bro!" Like I saw people getting cut in half, and I was just like, "Fuck yeah, man!" <laughs> No. Oh my god! Violence. Now it's a different story. But yeah. back in high school, hell yeah, I wanted brutality and violence in movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not like I was watching Australian action cinema from we, the seventies. We need to get Tomas a therapist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> uh, my next note was: what, You're going to love this one, Derek. I said, why am I, why am I unable to connect with any of these characters at all? I, I might as well be watching anime. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. You yourself so said that that fucking movie was good. I, it's, it, listen, man, it was better than this one, but I still just don't yes, love it. it. So, I'll give you that. And then I said, uh, my next one was, oh, I already read that one about his being 35% and then just leading an army. Um, yeah. And it says, what? oh, I already kind of mentioned this one too. Why does everyone dramatically scream like they're at a stage play? <laughs> did you, okay, I, did you guys notice? I noticed this one. I, lo- I noticed it whenever I watched this movie, dude. Because I've seen the movie like in the last year, I've seen it like two or three times. Um, Wait, you watched this film two or three times in the last year? Oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. I, like, oh my I like the movie. I like the movie, honestly. There's I like the so many it. other good movies, dude. Oh, no, no, no. But I mean, like, like if, I'm, if I'm in the mood for a cheesy movie, I'm like, huh, Starship Troopers. I watch Starship Troopers. Fuck yeah. Okay. It was on look, Netflix. Look. I was like, fuck, okay. I watch it. Okay. If I had to watch this movie three times or maybe sub it out once for Blue Valentine, I would have at least subbed it once. Well, I appreciate that, Derek. Even though you're lying to yourself, you'd sub it all three times. No, but there's one. There's a scene at the end when um the scene where uh, Ibanez gets stabbed to the shoulder, where she's like, every time I see that, I think to myself, is that really her, or is that like a special effects dummy that they did like like animatronic? But then I then I've heard like, no, that's her because she's super fucking robotic, and yeah, no, probably. She's not. Yeah, so then I realized, like, that, yeah, that's fucking her. Yeah. Okay. Um, my next what one. Was the, what the. What? I'm sorry. I had one here. No, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Yeah. What was the. the <laughs> what point did it serve the story? That they that's, that's a dumb question. Because <laughs> there is no answer. I mean, this is this is a cheesy my, movie, is by the way. What point did it serve the story? As much as I love this movie, this ain't Schindler's fucking list, bro. All right, so don't even that they all had to shower naked at the beginning. Oh uh, well, that's... was that to keep you engaged past the lull. Honestly, honestly, no, it wasn't. That was something that's well. I mean, maybe because Paul Verhoeven's a kinky motherfucker, and there's a lot of kink in this motion picture. Mm-hmm. Like especially with Diz yeah. and Rico having sex. Like he like covered her eyes and this whole like. I was like, dude, you're having sex in a fucking tent. 
really, bro. Like, you don't have to get so kinky with it. That but, was my favorite part of the film. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can see that. I, I was like, that. what is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I think that was actually, that actually was like something that came out, like when the movie came out, people were talking about it as being very forward thinking is co-ed showers. Because that was something that like had never really been done in motion picture, where you have co-ed showers in the military for um, in a movie because most movies when they have showers they have you know male showers and female showers never co-ed and i don't think i've ever seen a co-ed shower future man i mean that was just something that came up and i remember that when you're talking about now i remember them talking about it like when the movie came out aspect and the aspect of that was one scene that was very forward thinking as far as co-ed showers for female soldiers and, and nothing being sexual at all. It, nothing being sexual at all in any way, shape, or form. It, it's it it's forward thinking in the sense that oh well, they can all shower together. I mean, Star Trek just decided that you just erased the dirt from your body. It just didn't happen. Well, no, no, so. but but then you also have to think about dude, like you have in this motion picture men and women literally fighting together, which that still doesn't even happen today. So in the motion picture, they're, 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 they're making it seem like you're going to die possibly just as quickly as I'm going to die. So what the I fuck does I that think they were, I think they were just going for quantity. Possibly. Like I'm not denying that either. Fodder, you know, like you were saying. Mm. I'm not going to deny that either. Yeah, so, I think that's what ahead. it was too. Sorry. Go uh, ahead, Eric. No, you're good. Uh, my next question was, <laughs> why are their weapons all of a sudden working really well in the cave, leaving that pile of bugs? <laughs> Because they, they had to throw in like three thousand bullets a bug, and then in that they're in that cave trying to run out, and they're just spraying them down, and there's just a pile of bugs there. I know, oh, like I know. they just rip and he's through like, them. Get some, get some, get oh, some. Yeah, like sugar, sugar dies. Yeah, oh, it was. But, hey, that chick, but the other lady, the other girl, she didn't die. The the the, the sergeant, she was like, she only had an arm, you know. Oh, I thought she off. ended up dying. Okay. They never showed. Yeah, that was, you just don't know what happened. She just disappeared. She, she might as well have been dead. She just disappeared. He might, you never play. know. Ratchet <laughs> might have killed her just like she killed. She, he killed yeah, the acting sergeant. Exactly. So who would knows? you guys? Would you guys think of the CG bugs? Uh, they weren't the worst. I was okay they, with yeah, it. Yeah, they weren't the worst, but it's still. Good with it. I mean, like when you when you're looking at films like Jurassic Park that again came out five years earlier. Um, uh, four. I thought Jurassic Park came out in like 92, 93. Oh, yeah, 93. That would be four years older. Sorry, guys. Uh, (laughs) Go ahead. Um, I'm, I've got, I'm just as good at math. As, I'm just as good. I'm just. Are you sure? Are you sure that you're good? That's why he's in the film industry, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I'm uh, just as good as, at math as Rico is. That's what I'm trying to say. There you go. There you go. Um, I mean, yeah. I didn't think the CG was. I mean, the CG. It wasn't uh, terrible. I think yeah, the CG was I, I good. Wasn't... I think the CG was good, like on the planet. Like I wasn't particularly happy with the CG in space. No, I, agree. I, didn't, of... I didn't really like the death sequence CG too. Like when they were cutting through, it didn't stand the test of time to me. Like when they were like stabbing through like arms and stuff. There was parts where like the leg was CG and it looked visibly CG. Yes, to me. yes, mm. yes. Oh, like when they stabbed, uh, when they stabbed Diz, like the two yeah. pieces go through yeah. her back. Yeah, yeah. like. Uh, like when they stabbed, um, when they stabbed, uh, like the but what, but like when they stabbed, what's her name, uh, Carmen Ibanez, that looked good. When they stabbed uh, Rico, it looked good. Yeah, 
But there were scenes, you're correct. There were scenes where it was like you could tell it was visibly CG. Yeah, like, yeah. That See, was not great. But like here's, here's when it thing. was like the like the swarm of bugs, like it was cool as shit. Like them I shooting had, all the bugs was cool as shit. I had already kind of given up on this movie. By the time I stopped <laughs> to think about the CG. I never finished it. <laughs> did you finish and it? I did. I Honestly. finished the movie. Okay, I finished the okay. movie. But like by the time Unlike I noticed Eric the CG was being God. that's correct <laughs> by the time i realized how bad the cg was i was like yeah it's about par for the course for this film <laughs> yeah no that's that's a solid point yeah that's yeah a solid no, that's point. a solid point i can like there is some cg where you're just like eh, like you know but like like what there were some parts that i really liked like i loved how they killed that general with the flying bug falling on him like that was the best. The guy that was like blubbering over. Like, We're gonna his die. Yeah. And all I can think of when I see him is I think of Quato. Yeah, that's who it was. That was Quato. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Quato. <laughs> so wait, so yeah. wait. The I just thought about this. You know, they walk into that base and they find that body with the the brain sucked out, right? Yeah. The queen thing crawled up into that little building and sucked his brain out. That thing was giant. He yeah. was the size of a bus, and he crawled well, into that, that point, tiny little room to suck I mean, that size of like seven I mean, buses. I mean, but dude, at that point, that place is overswarmed with fucking bugs already, dude. So My point is that, that big queen is not getting point. into yeah. the building. How did it fit in there? Well, it's it's in there because it, it came Stop in Stop defending the... this, Tomas. It doesn't <laughs> fit. It doesn't fit. Okay? It's We're not physically hole, possible. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Maybe. go ahead, Eric. Uh, last one I'm going to say here, because... Uh, the other one, I think, the other two, I kind of. By the way, about. I want to say, "Fuck you guys!" I'm going. To- <laughs> I am home. I am home. <laughs> Thank you guys. I'm going home. Um, I said, "Why do they want to kill these bugs? The bugs want to eradicate humans. I understand they said this, but how do we know this? And why did I miss something? Because they're racist. I have no idea what's going on at this point. That's what I wrote there. So. It is the like I'm going to take a page out of Fidel Castro's The Imperialism of the United States. Look, I mean, here's, here's, here's the thing. Of, I, honestly, have, that's what I can think of. It's just they're yeah. just talking about it. If they have that much like resource behind this military, the armada of ships that they have and the millions of soldiers, I'm pretty sure they could have just as easily set up like a strategic space barricade to destroy things as they got close. Yeah, true. I mean, I don't what know. Like, there's the point. <laughs> There is there is something to Great say. Question. There is something. There is no no no. You're right. You're right. No like like I mean like okay. I like the movie. There are clearly faults in this motion picture. I get it. I many. get it. Many. Many. I understand it. But I still. But look, I still like it. it. You guys can't say shit about it. So fuck both of you. That's one thing right. we but, can't take away from you. It's right that you can't take that away. You cannot take away from the movie. I mean, we both know that you're wrong. Just like, but yeah, yeah, you no, are. No, no, you're no, I'm not wrong. Because okay. I have, because I sent you articles, and because of that, I'm backed up, and I'm correct. In oh, any way, you may be correct. You, found it on the the is, you may be you correct. Found it on the internet. internet. But but I have articles from the internet. I am <laughs> correct. But I have articles from the interwebs. Anyways, <laughs> I no, can no, Google no. What and I'm find saying out is, that ketchup is blue. You're, you're, dude. I think I think you're right. I mean, but it's almost like you're you're saying something, okay? Now, but it's almost like in like if like Home Alone was like. So if, if Home Alone was made now kind of thing, like like he would have a cell phone and he'd call the cops and that's it, movie's over. You know what I mean? Like it's just one of those things where you just like if it was it's, now, it's he simple, would have just shut off their phones and turned off the it internet. Was, the house would fall it's apart. a simple <laughs> but it's a simple answer now to say, but back then 
who knows, dude? I mean, it's it's kind of weird to say. I think that basically for the future aspect of it, they didn't have to go to those planets, but it's but it's like what Eric was talking about. It's just the way people humans are. We want to expand ourselves and expand our horizons, and we're gonna you know eventually we're gonna go to places and. This is a possibility of something might happen in the near future, and not near future, like in the couple hundred, couple hundred years, with you know colonization and shit of that and things of that nature. We're gonna get on a planet and we're gonna meet something that's not gonna like us because we're on their fucking space. You take that. So then we decide to just obliterate all of them. No, fuck yeah, dude, nuke them all. Only good bugs, a dead bug, bro. Star Trek (laughs) is the future. Okay. Oh yeah, galactic peace, utopian society. I, apparently, you've never seen Star Trek Discovery because it is not utopian. Star Trek Don't you Discovery. dare bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Have you let's seen not Discovery talk about Star Trek at all. How about that? <laughs> In you the said- other news, Star Wars <laughs> has a new show. <laughs> oh, God. Anyhow, uh, guys, you know, listen. Is it ratings time? I think so. Yeah, I think so, dude. I think so. I think so. That's what I'm saying. So. Overall, Tomas loves the film. I'm happy that he loves it. I, I, I'm behind him. Because there's a lot of films that I love that you guys probably won't. And there's a lot of films that actually more Derek probably won't. <laughs> but, um, you know, again, that's the beauty of this podcast here is that we are talking about films that we all don't agree on. And it's okay. And I'm okay with that. I love that mm-hmm. Tomas loves the film, even though I hate it. And Derek. I appreciate you for appreciating me. Yeah, absolutely. Give me give me your uh give me your rating, dude. I want to hear <laughs> it. Ah, yes. I am going to rate <laughs> this out of a scale of one to ten, Derek. Not one to a million, not one to six hundred and seventy three. So, one so to a ten. scale of uh, one to how ten. How many arbitrary ten. items how, is he gonna make how you many, vote for? <laughs> how many dead brain vagina bugs are you rating this? I'm gonna give this film a solid four. Even four. Okay. I'm even okay four. with that. I can get yeah, that. Yeah, even four. It's not the that. worst film I've ever seen, and it's far from the best. So <laughs> I'm going to give this a film a four. <clears throat> Derek? All right, Derek, what do you got? Oh, it's not a, It's not looking pretty, man. Um, <laughs> He's doing math right now on his, uh, yeah. his Texas <laughs> Instruments graphic cali- uh, calculator <laughs> at the no, moment. Man, plain, plain paper What's the cosign no pad, of this movie, Derek? The tangent of this. and uh, <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, this movie didn't hit. Uh, it, it didn't. I will say that um, I'm probably it's giving it in the army now. Yes, I'm pretty sure yes. that uh, I'm giving it more credit than is due, just because of the you know space travel futuristic thing. Because I usually like those movies, and it's probably getting an extra half of a point somewhere in here. But I'm gonna say a four point eight. I'm good with that. I can see. Um, I gave it. I gave it a, a two point six on how well the film was made, this guy. and a two point two on how much I enjoyed it. <laughs> so okay, all right. Well, I'm gonna give it a solid. Ten. I'm gonna give it a solid six. <laughs> Nazi Neil Patrick Harris's. I thought you were so gonna, gonna give do... it a higher number than that. No, 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 no. I can see. I can see the the the. The bad parts about this motion picture, you, I mean, there are things about this motion picture, like you said, there are decisions and things made on the technical side that don't make sense. And I can see where this movie can be misunderstood. So I understand where you guys are coming from. And I'm understanding it's not a fantastic movie. I'm not saying this is a classic by any means, but it is considered a cult classic and there are worse movies that are considered cult classics. So 
I think I, I think a six, in my opinion, is a good thing for this motion picture. Okay, I respect your opinion. So again, it's wrong, so anyways, but I respect it. Yeah, you know what? And so again, you guys can fuck off, <laughs> and Jesus. I can totally say this is my fucking show. So fuck off. All right, all right, all right. So now that we've gone through that, let's go through our top shelves. All right. So Derek, why don't we go ahead and start with you, bro? What is your top shelf? for this week all right man so i've got four. Oh my no bro no 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 if it's fucking anime we're moving on yeah actually actually it's only half anime oh how are you what all right so this guy doesn't watch live action anything except the movies that we watch on this podcast just just wait a moment and you'll feel like an ass okay starship troopers Space travel? What's a better way to do that? Anything from Star Trek is a pretty good candidate. Lord So I realized that I hadn't brought up uh, the best one that I saw probably in the last two years, Picard. The Picard series where... How is it, dude? I've seen one episode. So I finished it a long time ago when it first came out. And I was looking through my past top shelves and I was like, how is this not on here? And and so basically, Jean-Luc Picard of the Enterprise series... Um, is is a little bit older. He's retired. He lives in a vineyard, just doing his, well, his wine it, making. It's his family's retired. vineyard. It's just his, doing his which thing. Which was right? on the show quite a bit, by the way. Wasn't it? Uh, it was in France, right? He was French. Yes, yeah, in Luke, France. I guess. Yeah, Picard. Anyway. Right. Picard vineyards. Yes. I mean, <laughs> anyway. good lord, Derek. Wow, you are so insensitive. I think we're done with your oh, top shelf. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> It's a great show. He uh, he's suddenly you know has this situation thrust upon him, and now he's of some kind. Yeah, he's uh, some kind of conspiracy between you know one race and another race, one army, and and then all these different things kind of playing to each other. And uh, it's it's a really it's a really good modern Star Trek show. Um, and that kind of brings me to the second half of this, and that's Lower Decks. You want something? animated and hysterical and just kind of a side of Star Trek that you don't ever get to see. Star Trek has always been about this utopian, everyone's happy and they're all badass and they're, you know, getting out by the skin of their teeth. And instead we're talking about the grunts, the people that nobody knows and lower decks of the ship that don't the have red shirts. Important... Yeah. The red shirts <laughs> that die immediately. Um, and it's just kind of a comical animated, like uh, I think of it very similar to like a um, uh, Futurama kind of concept. So you brought two. Yeah. Just two. Oh my god! Fuck me! All right, right, so bring news, man. I bring good recommendations. I I know I did a recommendation of Star Trek Discovery, but Derek, have you seen Star Trek Discovery yet, dude? I have started it, but I got like four episodes in, and then I dropped it on accident, and I haven't paid attention. I'm going. You know what? I'm going back. I'm not even going to talk to you anymore, bro. I'm so. I'll watch it before I do Ted Lasso anyway, so it'll be fine. Of course you. Of course you will. (laughs) Of course you will. Because Wonder Egg I, Priority was a great fucking show, okay? Does it deal with economic upheaval like the other show you talked about? No, no. <laughs> that was before we started I'm, recording. I'm re- I'm really excited to find out how uh, tax how a and- realist hero saved <laughs> and rebuilt the kingdom. A new anime out about economic reform. By yes, doing a- very intricate, uh, you know, countrywide tax- economic math. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, I don't know it. how that's even exciting to. It I is an anime. It's new. That, it's very popular right now. It's very middle think, of the road. It's I not that I great. I think I would honestly want to. I, I, I think I, I honestly want to skin my own testicles rather than watch that. 
So, so I, I feel know. like you just watch anything that is anime, bro. I'm really starting to believe. I don't know. I don't know. You just that, watch anything that that's anime, bring, dude. That See, does okay, not bring, here's the thing. That, is, that does not bring any type of excitement to I, my life. Let me, I'm let me explain. Anime about economic reform in a country. No, 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 no. Don't. In a, in a, and it's probably a made-up country, too. It's probably not even real. No. Let me, yeah. let me tell you. The, the economic reform anime is not it's not worth watching. Do not watch it. It is not on my show. <laughs> but you're going to finish watching it, it, aren't you? But you're going to finish watching will. it, aren't you? Probably will. <laughs> Here's the thing about anime: why it's hard to find anime that's good. Because Whenever, none of it is good. <laughs> no, no, hold on. Here's the thing: oh, when you talk about an entire genre, like let's say you like uh, heist films, right? Documentaries. These are genres of film that are consistent across the board. If you like documentaries, you're probably going to like most of them, right? And if you like, you know, uh, uh, futuristic star travel films, you're probably going to give these ones a leg up like Star Trek Troopers, right? So the thing about anime is you have all the same stuff. Like you might find anime documentaries that are an anime about producing a documentary or about being a documentary, right? And all of these other, the, the, the genres are echoed in anime. And it's hard to find the one, like, I don't always like every heist anime film. I love all the heist <laughs> real life films. Oh, fuck off. Whatever. <laughs> sorry, Dave. That was so rude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> such an asshole. It's the worst of all time. I'm so sorry, Oh, my Dave. God. <laughs> Here's what oh we're going to do. God. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go down to the local gun range. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, wait, wait, what? <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pick out some very soundproof headphones. <laughs> and I'm going to put them on while I watch deftly Ted Lasso. <laughs> I can't wait till you watch it and you come back and apologize. That's what I can't wait. And you say you were right. Eric, Tomas, you guys were right. And it's a shame that I waited this long to watch this show. Can't wait. the same whenever you watch uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> Perhaps. Oh, Tomas, what's your top shelf, bro? Uh, no, I want to hear yours first. Did you go? Okay. This is such a fervor of heat tension. This show. At the end. <laughs> I know it gets really. It gets really. It's, you can cut it with a with a very sharp. I don't know. Bowie knife. Butter knife. Butter knife. <laughs> so. a very sharp butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> what okay. you're describing is just a shiv, right? <laughs> oh fuck well, me. Well, I mean, if you just watched other things, Derek, then <laughs> it would make, us, make it a lot well, less tense. Blue Valentine, motherfucker. Oh, whatever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's your pick, uh, dude? All right, chill. Jeez, uh, my my pick is a uh, is actually a movie this week, and it's an old movie, and I came across it um, randomly. Motherfuckers say Wonder Egg priority. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's not a movie. That's garbage. But anyhow, so um, I haven't watched it. I, I remember I watched it when it first came out, and I think I watched it a couple times, like in the year that it came out. It came out in two thousand thirteen. And I really liked it a lot, and I haven't watched it since. And it's such a ridiculously good movie. Um, and it's made by filmmaker Denis Villeneuve, who uh-huh. is directing Dune, who is, has directed Dune, and excited to see it. I love Denis Villeneuve. He's one of the better new filmmakers, well, newer filmmakers that have been around in the last 10 years or so, who's amazing. 
He made a film called Prisoners. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. That's it's the one with uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman, Jackman and Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. And, and it, uh, yeah, a and, lot of people have seen movies. Yeah, yeah. And Hugh Jackman's um, uh, daughter gets abducted with Terrence Howard's um, daughter, who else? And Viola Davis, also in the big cast. Um, their daughter, their both of their daughters get abducted, and it's about him trying to find his daughter. And then uh, Jake Gyllenhaal plays a very, very uh, kind of dark and strange, unique detective that's also who's really working the case to find these girls too. It is such a fantastic film. I and I just realized, like watching it last night, that like I should have watched this more times. And I'm going to probably watch it more times in the next couple of weeks because it is just such a good movie. And if you guys haven't seen it, you got to watch it. It is fantastic. Cool. I've never okay. seen this movie. And yeah, put on did the you queue. know that, that Mark Wahlberg worked on that film? Mark Wahlberg did? Yeah. He was the executive producer. Oh, wow. Well, good job, Mark yeah, Wahlberg. They, yeah, well, yeah, that's nothing that, that what Mark Wahlberg does. Like he he produces a lot of movies that you won't think he's producing. He's yeah. a part of it. Well, well done. That's like that's like a LeBron produced um, Green Knight. Oh, really? Well, LeBron, I, I know LeBron's been producing a bunch of shit. Yeah, so. like he has a production company called Braun. Uh-huh. Wait, so that's, that's his production company. That's LeBron's production company. I didn't realize that that was him. That's LeBron that's James. Wait, are we talking about LeBron James? Like, oh yes. my god, yes. I didn't realize Braun was him. I that's had him. no idea. That wow. is him. That's his production company, dude. Wow! What the hell, dude? Are okay. you checking my information right now? No, I'm looking at what he produced. I'm not confirming hit that. Yeah. Um, I think Bron didn't Bron uh wasn't it behind that that one movie that we watched with the guy and his I forget the name of it where he put the chip in his spine and upgrade. Uh, yeah, upgrade. upgrade. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I thought Bron was behind that. I don't know. I didn't realize. I like upgrade was a great movie. Not like Starship Troopers. I are you wow man I did not know that that was actually LeBron. Jeez. All right. Um anyway, so if you if you guys want to watch a good movie if you haven't seen it, you got to watch Prisoners. It. Prisoners. 2013. Yeah. You got to watch it. Check it out. Hey, that's not LeBron's by the way. <laughs> it is. I, just fact, I thought it was. I just fact checked it. Yeah, that's a good, Canadian good. I'm motion. Glad. I'm glad. It's a Canadian motion picture company, not, not LeBron because <laughs> after I looked oh, at wow, his that list, makes... after I looked at his oh, list of movies. Oh, I just thought about Brent, Brenda Gilbert and Aaron. Oh, that's cool. That makes sense. Yeah, what okay, I what, never mind. Good. The only I'm reason glad. why is when I looked up his production, I'm like, I don't think I remember seeing Bron on any of these <laughs> like the the, the, the thing. That's so. good to know. Well, that, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, 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 I want to be sure I'm right. Uh, we're we're not always right. I've made mistakes many a time, so it's okay. Um, but Blue Valentine. Oh my God, I'm gonna oh, kill fuck you. Bro. Oh my God, <laughs> you, you, Derek, don't talk. You did in the army now. So yeah. No regrets. <laughs> but anyway, check out Prisoners, guys. If you hadn't seen it, uh, Derek, it's not super scary, but it's not like lighthearted. But I think you should check it out. All right. So as far as my top shelf, it's whatever. It's it's I'm. I'm kind of in the back because I had to deal with my daughter's like volleyball and she had COVID things so I haven't really had a chance to really sit down and watch it but there is something that me and my wife have been watching and it's just just kind of cheesy reality TV kind of thing so we're watching on Netflix there's a show called How to Be a Cowboy Ooh. Ooh. Right. so think of Tiger King but very wholesome 
So it's actually, it's just honestly, it's basically just TV to watch to pass the time because each episode is like 22, 25 minutes long. And there's like maybe like eight to 10 episodes, I think. And it's basically this one dude. Um, I forgot his name, honestly. But the, the guy, the guy who's the the main cowboy, he has like a ranch in Texas. It's it's a real ranch, but they never tell you where it is. But I read about that, like it's somewhere near, like, like, like Fort Worth, like near Fort Worth, but west. So it's of real. It. This is this is not this isn't narrative. This is a real. No, 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 no. Okay. This is real. Okay. He just they, they, he just never tells you the name of his actual ranch. He says a name, but it's not the real ranch name. And the guy is like the, the actual guy is like a world famous like bull rider. He's a world famous bull rider. But like he uh he 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 does a lot of that stuff. He's known in the rodeo circles. So it's 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 really cool. There's a scene where they go to like like the like the livestock auction, like the cattle auction. And it's hilarious because he's like at the end of it, he buys like he he went there wanting to buy one bull. And he ends up buying a bull and a heifer. And he's like, I need to get out of here because I'm going to buy more shit. And just, he just gets up and goes because he can't because he's going to buy more. And, and and it's just, it's him, his brother, his sister shows up sometimes. And then he has like a, a, a ranch hand that he's worked with him for years. And then he got a young guy who used to be an intern and now is a ranch hand. And but it's just following girl. like, it's just following them running the farm. Yeah, like kind of like them running the ranch and stuff, and so like they have different things. Like one of the ranch hands wants to be in rodeo, so like he's helping him because he's a rodeo guy. He's won the rodeo quite a few times. He's been a, a world famous bull rider, so he's helping the guy become like a like a world famous like bucking bronco guy. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 all this kind of stuff. It's a pretty cool show. Yeah, I like. It's nothing out of this world. Like I said, it's not something like let's like, say go watch it now. Like yeah. if you want to like have some fun to pass the time and kind of just enjoy a cheesy kind of reality TV show, that's a good one. Okay, that's a good one. It's on Netflix. I mean, so it's a Netflix show. I'm down with trash reality. Me and my wife watched quite a bit of it, so that sounds interesting <laughs> to me. His name's da- the guy's name is Dale Brisby, <laughs> and okay. it's funny because. It's like he makes the show, and it's it's great because he's in on the joke of the show. Like yeah. it's, it's hilarious. That's what makes me laugh on the show when I watch it because it's like he knows he's making a TV, like a cheesy fucking reality TV show. So he's like in on the joke. It's yeah. great. Do you it's think that Derek's in on the joke of him watching all that anime, or does he is is that a bug? <laughs> I think Derek is actually like for some reason blinded to the fact that he's watching so much anime. Yeah, I mean, it just I think makes the anime sense. companies know about Derek specifically. They, They're like, he's Derek he's literally bankrolling all of them. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you guys. TV say Tokyo this. is run by Eric's like ratings. <laughs> it's funny that you say all this because like I think about like the amount of hours that I spend watching any kind of content. And I've easily binged 12 hours of D&D live streams. Jesus oh, Christ. Gosh, like, this guy is like such three a fucking shows. nerd. Is that critical role? <laughs> you are such is a nerd. Is that critical role? Dude, are I want, talking I'm, about critical I'm role? so deep in critical role. It is ridiculous. It is so good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, guys. Okay, I make fun of him for being a nerd and shit. But like what I would do for some – I think I might have said this to you guys. What I would do if someone invited me to their D&D game, I would just <laughs> dude, I, dude, lose my I'm mind. so ready so for excited. this bullshit COVID shit to be over so I can go back Goody, and actually Goody, play. Goody, Goody does that. He did that for a long time, dude. He had like a game going for like 10 years. A game. That's right, One people. Game. Listening One at home. One game. We're all into D and D. Well, I've never He's, played. I want the experience. Oh, dude, it's great. I can't see the thing is that I'm, I'm unfortunately my mind doesn't work with it, 
it's exciting. It's fun. But I need to be force-fed my imagination in yeah. regards to some of that I, well, stuff. I mean, I'm a creative. What you're saying is you don't have an imagination. <laughs> I do. Not for that stuff. Like, I made a story. Like, okay. 100%. Here we go. Total transparency. I actually made a short story in high school. Oh. I made two short stories in high school. One that I actually used because my teacher was like, create a story. She did a story. So I did a whodunit where at the end there was a fight in an attic while the house was being on fire. That's my short story in high school. One. Another one I just did for fun. And it was these like. These are D&D things? No, no, just in general. My imagination. My imagination. Okay, okay, okay. The second short story that I made, I tried to do more chapters. I was going to do one chapter. Like, I'm going to do a little bit of it. But the end of the story Plots ended. Are tough. The end of the story, the, the story, the, that, that specific story ended with a dream sequence of me walking through my high school halls in uh, two inches of blood on the Oof. floor. Dude, you get. This is before kind of all over the place there, bud. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I made some crazy shit in high school. Well, but anyways, I, mean, I don't see why you'd have trouble with D&D then. Like that, I, I just I could I couldn't do I I that's part that's like a, a part of my brain. Man. It's a part of my brain that I just I can't go there, you know what I mean? I feel like, like for some I would, reason. I feel like I would be making like light of it the whole time, like jokes, but like I would also be really playing. Like I would but I would want to make it as funny as possible, but also really actually playing at the same time. Folks, and, and I, you know, I know I you're really listening at home and you're like, why, why the fuck are we talking about this? <laughs> We're sorry. We're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So now that we've done our top shelves, or did I give my, I give my, let me do our top shelf. Here we go to the fun aspect of the most of this episode, which is the next episode. So the person who has the next choice is Eric. Oh, Eric. yeah. Oh, what yeah. are we doing, baby, oh, yeah. in this motion? What are, we're doing the a movie, movie that we're watching. We're going to be doing a movie that's good. Derek probably won't like it because he doesn't like good cinema. Fuck off. <laughs> but with that being said, I feel like pretty confident Tomas will like this film. He's I'm sure he's seen it. I don't know if Derek has. I probably have. Um, we are going to go with a film directed by Ben Stiller. Oh, shit. Starring... <laughs> Canada's beautiful, beautiful treasure, James Carey, also known as Jim Carey. In this, oh my God! In this film's this name, are you serious? This movie, Cable Guy. That's what we will be watching oh God, next God. episode, and I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. To watch Whoa. this film again, I love this movie. I haven't watched it in quite a few oh. years, but I really I, love it. I, I could say oh, a man. quote for that movie, and I'm going to wait for the, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, the show. Yeah, oh, so many. Because that'll be the ending quote of the episode good. 100%. There's when I quote so many good head. quotable. I, I know, like, oh. I, I have a few, I haven't watched it probably in about 10 years, but I he know that hesitates. this is, I know that this, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know that this is a film that, even though I haven't watched it in 10 years, I am going to love it when I watch it in a couple of weeks. So, um, that is going to be the film. Derek, I can't wait for you to see it. Why do you have that face? Have you ever seen this film? Oh, man. This is going to be a good episode. Have you ever seen this film? I've not ever seen this of film. Of course you have. Are you haven't. serious? Of I have always have. wanted to watch this film. I saw this movie the first film. weekend it came out, bro. Me too, dude. I Me too. I have, I've always wanted to watch this film. I mean, well, I he was like eight Jim years Carrey. old. You're gonna, I, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's, it's a little bit offbeat. 
So when we get there, for viewers out there, if you watch it, it's not a hundred percent classic Jim Carrey, but it's it's a little bit dark, but it's great. So this was this was a movie, in my opinion, where Jim Carrey decided I'm not going to be the funny guy. Well, he was the funny guy, but he's not being. He was the funny he, guy, I'm not but he wasn't be, being Ace Ventura. Yeah, I'm not going to be like light and fluffy funny guy. That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be creepy as fuck funny guy. And he nailed it. Oh, you nailed, nailed it. it. So I'm excited wait. to watch this. I'm glad I'm glad you haven't seen it, Derek. I really mean that because this will be fun to get your first viewing. But uh, I'm excited to watch it. And I'm not going to watch it until it's time. Like, I am I always usually watch it the day before we film. So before we shoot, before we record, I mean, um, so that I can have it deep in my brain. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till then so we can talk about it furiously. But I'm excited to watch it. Sweet. I think so we'll be watching I think that Cable Guy. We all might enjoy this one. I think we. I, might. I, I'm gonna enjoy it. I haven't seen the movie in a long time, and I really, I'm, I'm glad you picked it. Thank that's you. that's one that came out of left field for me because I was. Well, if you don't mind me asking, what was your other choices? <laughs> it's really funny. My other choices were all Jim Carrey movies. Because <laughs> I like, right. well, I thought about like what I loved in the '90s, and like Jim Carrey still to this day is like pretty up there. But Jim Carrey was my favorite actor until like I was a late teenager. I just loved him so much. Um, he's great. Yeah, he's just he's so versatile, and people don't realize that. And he's prolific in what he's done. Um, he hasn't had all grand slams, of course, but like. He's, he's just got great movies. So I was going to, it was either between The Cable Guy, Ace Ventura 1, or Dumb and Dumber. It was between those three. <laughs> so I decided to, I was going to stick with The Cable Guy because I'd watched I Dumb was, and Dumber and Ace Ventura recently. I'm going to be honest with you. I was really happy the way he did, like, uh, what's it called? Sonic the Hedgehog. And he yeah, was really great. Went for it. He was, he was great. great. Yeah. He was great in Sonic. I was like, he yeah. really went for it all out. Like, thank you for going back to your comedic roots, bro. Yeah, he's great, dude. I love him. But, and also, right, he's cool. in my like second favorite movie of all time. And it's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's such a... I, you know, I've never seen movie. that movie, dude. What? Honestly, I've never seen it. Oh, my God. I've never seen it either. Oh, shocker. Well, I mean, shocker. It's me. I've always wanted to. I never had a chance to Bro, watch it. Bro, listen. Watch we'll it. have a special episode at some point after the next <laughs> We're going to watch that. You guys have all to right. watch that movie. Okay? All right. Pivotal all right, we'll movies of all of cinema. It, we I've have a special very, episode for that's this directed by, It's directed by Michelle Gondry. That's right. It? And it's got yeah, yeah, a yeah. beautiful Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, yeah. And Elijah Woods in it. Mark Ruffalo. Kate Kirsten Dunst. Dude, it's a it's an it's a star-studded cast, and it's just so damn good. It's my it is my like number two of all time. That's good. I've I've been wanting to watch it. I, I might watch it just on general. So anyway, all right. So the next motion picture we're going to be doing is uh, Cable Guy. So as always, we try to end with a quote, and of course, this movie's full of them. But I'm going to go with a quote that people won't people won't be too happy with. I mean, we could always do you know. You know, there's always a, a good bug, uh, only good bugs, a dead bug. But no, in my opinion, basically for this movie is join the mobile infantry and save the galaxy. Service guarantees citizenship. Would you like to know more? That's my quote for this week. <laughs> Gosh, good night. Peace. <laughs> Peace.